I need that sports, sports encyclopedia. We West Steve Kim. Got trend to cut. What up, what up, what up, man? The real Coach JB. My main man, Big Smitty. Ah! Are y'all ready for this? Run like something to prove it. Came to conclusion that it's crazy. Man, I'm ready to go. Smitty and JB. JB and Smitty from West Coast to your side. Worldwide, we in your city. Keep it one fifty. We never change what's happening. Hurdle Lincoln. In any metric, coach, you cannot have Russell Wilson here. Nick gave me my first offer. Like, it, it, you gotta head that store. You gotta be marketing. Hockey, football, baseball, then basketball. Oh, I love this fucking show so much. Are you mixing light and dark at eleven a.m.? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm elated that I can be able to coach, that I can be able to mentor these kids, uh, and give them everything that I've learned over the last twenty years. Get Smitty and Jason Brown killed the ass around. We won the games we missing. We switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we killed the ass around. We won the games we missing. We switched it and filled the gap. You are now tuning out to the Coach JB. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Derek? Man, God, I hate this dang phone line, man. I'm sorry, Jay. I spent all this dang money on this phone line, and the, the signal was horrible. I don't get it. Guess what? All right. Appreciate you. We got a new deal with Mint Mobile. I just saved your whole life in phone drama. Mint Mobile is now a new proud sponsor of the Coach AB Show with Big Smitty. Stop Big playing. Smitty. Your problem's been solved. We got a partnership with Mint Mobile? You talking about Ryan Reynolds Mint Mobile? Stop playing right now. Hold Mint on. Let, let me Google you, this real quick. You can try mintmobile.com slash CoachJB and get three months free when you use the promo code CoachJB. Hey, man, I did, I did a quick Google search real quick to make sure you wasn't playing around. Right, they got plans as low as $15? They got plans for $30 unlimited everything speed coverage data access to 5g unlimited talk text mobile hotspots you can talk in mexico talk in canada and they're built on the nation's largest 5g network are you kidding me jb hey and everyone wants to know how hard it is to switch to your service big wireless wants to think it's hard they want you to think it's hard big smitty but switching a minute is super easy thanks to digital e-sim cards which most phones now have you can sign up and activate immediately right on your phone from the comfort of your own home, Mint Mobile does it all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. That's why the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty is proud new sponsor using promo code CoachJB. Try MintMobile.com. This is where it's at. We got it, Big Smitty. So, hey, I I'm switching over to Mint Mobile right now, JB. I'm done with this company I'm working with. They, they crazy. The, the, the line, it, it, it never works. The signal is out. And it costs too much money. I'm going over to Mint Mobile, JB, and y'all should do the same. Big Smitty, I'm calling you right now. JB, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile clears day. I hear you clear. The new promo code, Coach JB, right here, three months free. Mint Mobile, try mintmobile.com slash Coach JB and get you there free. Three months off, family deals, all deals, short, fat, skinny, and tall. Mint does it all. Proud new sponsor. Much love. 
We'll see you later. Peace. What up, what up, what up? It is Work Boot Wednesday. Strap up your hard hat, tie up your work boots, pull up your big boy pants, and let's get it cracking. We got the ladies in the house, Brianne Black, Kelly, Lucy, all the ladies. Shout out all the ladies. We need more ladies in the world, like real ladies, real women. We need you guys in the world. Oh, my goodness, I can't wait to give you a rant of the day today. But before that, I'm going to go right into my great, steamed co-host, Far East Side, Naptown's Finest, 317, Ball State Legend, Fox Sports Working, AR5, Goggle Having, Lamar Jackson, Protecting, Now living, L.A. living, my main man, the one and only, Big Smitty. Clap it up for Big Smitty. What's going on, JB, man? How you doing? What's going on, chat, man? I see the ladies are back in the chat. They ain't been here all year long, all 2024, but they back right now. And uh, we back. What's going on, JB? I know, I know, I know. See, the people, you don't say nothing. The people don't know what that meant. I know exactly what that meant because I'm feeling a little bit of what you just just portrayed and poured out right there. Not to the same extent because your journey continued, but I still felt it. Should we tell the people what happened to an extent last night, or what do you think? You tell, you, why don't you tell a story that, that I introduced you to some legends, huh? Yeah, yeah. You got so, to meet a legend. You got to meet a couple other legends that weren't even there, that just popped up. We we didn't even know that was going to pull up, you know what I mean? So Always always there, though. Always there, man, always there. I mean, so for, me and JB, we actually hung out, y'all, last night, you know what I mean, which never happens. JB came out to, like, my area to an extent. So we met out in Long Beach. Um, the famous Phil Trannies. Come on now. Legendary Italian restaurant. Phil uh, Trannies, yep. Been out there for, for, for how long? He's been in Long Beach 25 years. He's been in San Pedro for 30 before that. Yeah, man. So we met up. Steve Kim pulled up, brought his crew with him as well. And we just had a, had a, had a good meal amongst men. Talked about life. Talked about sports, talked about this show, had a couple drinks, smoked a little We did a lot. We did dessert. We did a lot of shit. And we met some legends as well, JB. Oh, fight with the waitress. Fight with the waitress. JB cuts my up. She started crying, left, came back. It was a lot went down last night, y'all. Like less than like a few hours ago, is what I'm saying. We just got back not too long ago. Um, JB's not lying when we did have some legends pull up JB who I my first time meeting like y'all know I'm young y'all know I'm young but we had two legends pull up JB you wanna you wanna announce the names of the legends first of all I was a Compton native graduated four years after my dad he was a freshman when my dad was a senior crazy uh Marv Fleming five times Super Bowl world champion Marv Fleming uh Got to chop it up with him. Second time I met him, but we got to talk to him and hang out. Uh, mm-hmm. 
I paid D Jones. He's you, got a book. He's got a book dropping too soon. We don't know the date. We don't know the name, but he does have a book on the way. You got a book dropping. Uh, five-time world champion with the Green Bay Packers and the Miami Dolphin, and he is an Eric Weddle fan. He's a Utah Ute himself. Yeah. So, um, no, Smitty did not pick up the tab. I don't let. There's something about see the pecking order, like. When I was the head coach, I didn't let my assistants pay ever. Mm. Um, and then the same thing here. I'm not. I don't let my young grinding co-host pay. Just that's not how it works. Uh, I appreciate. So that. I paid. Got to fight with the waitress. Like, there is a lot of drama. But anyway, <laughs> um, and then we met a baseball legend, which is ironic because we were sitting there talking about the Baltimore Orioles. And then Don Buford walks in. Mm. A lot of you probably don't know who this is, you youngsters in the chat. But Kelly, he is a USC legend, USC Trojan, Dorsey High School legend. Mm. Uh, right here in L.A., Dorsey High School. Um, Still looks the same. His skin looks the same, the same smile. 30 years old, dog. I mean, <laughs> he starts talking about the shit. Like, first of all, Mark Fleming and him, both. Mark Fleming's 82. Two. Yeah. He looked like 50, 40. Yeah. Uh, and Buford has got to be. How does Buford? A little younger. Um, Dang. Oh. Nah. Don, huh. Don Buford, 86. No way. Hey, look it up right now, Bailey. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Oh, my God. There's no way he's 86. <laughs> nah, for real. I thought, I mean, I guess I guess if you do the math, he like he, he was in high school. You said 55. He was, or 59. Nah, 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 nah. 50, 50, 59 was, uh, was that Fleming? Fleming. Okay. No, Buford says 86. I think he's older. He's my dad's age then. What? Hold on, for real. I'm not trying to be funny. I know we always say black don't crack, and I, but no, for real. This man does not look anywhere near. He looks exactly like that picture. Yeah, he literally, like that's crazy. Wow. Uh, Isaiah Place, shout out to Isaiah Place um, for just going in and googling him and then saying he knows him. Um, I'm just fucking with Isaiah. Isaiah, baseball guy, I think. Um, Look, he told us some great stories about Roberto Clemente that nobody's probably ever heard. He told us Brooks Robinson, Frank Robinson stories that probably nobody's ever heard. Um, he has told us a he told us a bunch a bunch of stories last night. We got to listen to some legends talk last night. And the Baltimore Orioles, ironically, sold yesterday for one point seven two five billion dollars. Crazy and. Don Buford did not know that. He was like, what? We sold? And then he started going in. He was like, well, about time this organization's horrific ownership and blah, blah, blah. He dove in on it and was talking about how bad they are and stuff. Um, but we got to meet two legends, man. Uh, Mark Fleming's a Compton High legend. He went there four years after my dad, like I said. And then Don Buford's a Dorsey legend. And uh, very, very interesting conversations. And it was cool. It was cool to talk to those guys. Uh Buford told us some crazy stories and ironically was telling us some Jackie Robinson stories and his statue was stolen and burned. And uh, disrespect, man, disrespect, whoever did it disrespect. in Kansas, man, in Kansas, uh, fucking Kansas. You know what I mean? 
Chiefs ruining a Pasadena junior college legend, Juco oh, product, Jackie Robinson. Just sports legend, just legend. Yes, just, just, just like this district. This, this why that's always my question with things like, like, like what made you, you know, you was walking outside, you walked past that, you was like, you know what, I'm tired of this Jackie Robinson statue just being here. It makes me mad. Let's cut it off and burn it. Like, it was like, what went, went through the mindset to do that? No, I'm gonna try to be funny here, but if you had a bet, I would bet. I could be wrong. I would bet it's it's a it's a young generation. No, mm. yeah, it has, yeah, it has to be. I, it's hard for me to uh. because they don't have no respect, dog. They don't have no respect. Now I'm I'm a I'm there's a there's two sides. There's two I'm sides. Accused. I'm I'm making an accusation because I don't know who took. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Maybe Wait, I, somebody did anybody get caught or anything. Uh, nah, I would bet it's a young generation. Now, this is why I say it, though, and I could be wrong. We talk about this on the show all the time. Recruiting. When, we, when we're talking to players and I say, damn, how you don't know who fucking Bo Jackson is? How you don't know Derek Dickerson is? These young cats don't know who the legends are anymore. They don't care. I think they play video games. They do all these other things. Content, creators, and all this shit. Um but do you think they even knew who it was? They have to. No excuse, but I'm just saying, I think it's these young cats that don't even fucking know who it is. So you think they just said, they just saw a statue, they just thought it was a random dude, basically, and so you know what, let's just do some vandalist shit and just cut it off. That's, that's still wild. I mean, in a weird way, in a weird way, which, I, again, still still fucked up either way, but I almost hope that you're right. Because I think it's almost even worse if you know for sure who that is, and then you still did it. Like to me, that's that's even that's even. I like, wouldn't be shocked if there's a video coming out and they did a whole TikTok video on it. That's how these motherfuckers do. And they're probably editing the shit right now. They probably hit up Bailey to do a vertical and shit. Yeah, go viral, um, get locked up, but don't even care because like they, they went viral. You know, get that's out, that's what get out, is. make make hella money. Because now look, here's the person who cut off the the the, uh, the Robinson statue. Goes to jail for a month, comes out, and now he's booming. All money deals, interview. We bring him on this show, cuss him out. Like, here, here's know. the footage. Those two people? Um, it looks like it. Come on, bro. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it's 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 two it's twofold. It's either car one, roll up, car roll up. Either some young cats. Or some old nah, they walking kind of fast though. I don't think they're they too young old. and moving young. Nah, yeah, young. they running. Yep, they jogging and running. Young kids, whoever, why they knew about it, who they knew, how did they know? Back it's in a, a truck up, back in a truck up, bam, they back in a truck up. I mean, I why can't tell, but I now, is it racially motivated? I was to, say, I, I think it's some white folks because that tra- that pickup truck is a white truck. I'm pretty sure he's the white folk. I'm telling you, these are, I'm, I just feel it. I'm not trying to be, listen, we don't know, but y'all heard it here first. These are some white folks. These are some young white folks whose parents were racist, and for some reason, they, I don't know why, they just walking past this fucking statue, and they, they got fed up. And so you know what the I fuck think it's Ron. I think it's Ron and them's folks. Ron and them? I think it's Ron and them's folks. Ron, Ron is sitting over here with a fucking deer hunting gun. He got the the deer hunter. Ron got a like, red dot on me at all times, right? I'm like right now, like Ron is ready. Like if you give him the call, he's I'm out of here. No more big Smitty. I think Ron and them is looking for Smitty or Smitty type. 
types. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they say. They say city types. Yeah. As <laughs> Rod said, shit, not me. You <laughs> like with your eye. Oh, I didn't even know Rod was in here. Uh, Ron always in here, man. Shout out to Ron. Uh, shout out to Ron. Uh, we got a lot going on. Smitty and I were solo dolo today. I think Ming Matt might join us. Um, we got a lot going on, though. There's a lot going on. Big Ryan with the deer hunting scope on Smitty at all times. We got we got to let a fan call in today, JB. It's been too long. I, I, we need at least two fans to call in and just, just talk to us just for a few minutes. You know what I'm saying? My homie Latrell, I know it's your player. I ain't never I ain't never met Latrell, though. He ain't never called in, I don't think. Somebody got to call in today just for five minutes and talk to him. No Jamie, way that's real, is it? You see the Independence Kansas has the highest crime rate in Kansas? What? Since you left, JB, what that mean? So it's two things. Either you left and they got either you left and they got worse because your leadership is no longer there, or you you got you got it that way and then you cut out and <laughs> best believe. I want to know, I want to know if the football player, I want to know if there's been any football player arrests. How it's how it's like something might be you know man because I'm just saying I know I've heard some stories now about the team and and some things like that I I just uh, say it's a little different than when I was there what's allowed I believe is a little different than when I was there I hear what you're saying without saying it. I know what you're saying, but I'm saying it. I, you know, one of my partners, my old partners, is the, is now the head coach there. I brought him there. Okay, okay. Every, right. I brought there, every coach I brought there is now a coach out there somewhere. <laughs> That's love. That's what you want as a head coach, though, right? You want the guys under, underneath you at one point yeah. to thrive and, and grow and get better. And you would hope that they would just naturally, not because you act for it or anything like that, but they would naturally just show respect and love just because, of, of, of what it was. You know, I always show respect to whoever gave me opportunity just because that's what it is. You know, no matter how somebody might feel about it or whatever, yeah, you, the facts are the facts. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Ron, Ron said, I even pounded the like button. <laughs> he said, out of all people, you did this to me? <laughs> you got one like because of me today and you still call me out. I'm sorry, Ron. I'm sorry. Um, Ron. It's not about your name, Ron. It just makes Independence, it Kansas, town of 9,000 plus. Is the highest crime rate blows my mind. I, I don't know how that. How could that be? It, there's no way it's worse than a Wichita or KCK or how is Independence Kansas worse than those spots? I, I don't see how that's possible. I, I mean, you could. I mean, you might be able to Google it and it shows it, but there's just no way. Independence Kansas, Southeast Kansas, an hour from Tulsa, is worse than Topeka. Wichita, KCK. Per capita, I, per capita. Finding that hard to believe. I find that hard to believe. I think can't independence can I think is like 12% black. What that mean? 12% black. Coffeeville, I think it's like 15% black, and even a smaller town 15 minutes away. I what I'm I did not know. That Indian Coffeeville had as many black per- people living there that, that they do. I didn't know. I, w- I was like, yeah, there's brothers there. We go in the back, like, cut. There's like an all black church. And I'm like, me and my boys were like, what the fuck here? So there's, there is, there's some black folks there. Um, 
We raised the show. That's why crime uh, uh, there. That's what we're saying. I'm like, what that mean? No, I hear what you're saying. What that? We talking about crime? What they got to do with us? <laughs> now, the number one crime there is is, is uh, white trash meth labs. Oh damn, for real? Hell yeah. Damn. Uh, the, it's the number one state. I think <laughs> Kansas and Indiana, I believe, are one and two in meth labs. Muncie. Look up Muncie, Indiana, where Boss said is at. They and I crazy. believe Hemet, California. Hemet, California. Hemet. Lil' Hemet. Out here, out, yeah. Hemet, Indiana, Hemet. and Kansas, I believe, are the top three meth labs. And I'm sure somewhere in West Virginia, where Ron and them are. <laughs> I'm sure those are the highest spots. <laughs> you know, in our ball state, they used to get crazy. I mean, some every now and then we'll have like a college campus party, obviously, and then some like Muncie locals, some city locals will just somehow sneak in. I remember it was a white dude out there. He was like, "Hey, I got that white girl for you. What you need? What you? I'm like, I'm good, bro. We got the we got we had, we had to get buddy about it there at the football house. Some random white dude from Muncie just in there. So they heavy drugs in Indiana, heavy drugs. Look at Jada. All the women are here. OG women. I ain't seen Jada since 2022, I want to say. Ke- Kelly, she, she pops in twice a year. So it's, this is a clap it up. It's a pleasure to see Kelly right here. I'll never I see saw Kelly. Bree Black in the house. I saw Lucy. Bree Black? I ain't seen Bree Black in a minute. Lucy all here. Lucy, Lucy, loyal to the soil. Lucy going to pop in at least for a hot hour every single day, no matter what. No matter what she got going on. She can be sick. She can be taking care of the kids. She can, she can, she can be at the job in a meeting. She have her phone set up right in front of her with her boss right there. Lucy is loyal, and she gonna tune in. I did see Bree. Bree. I saw someone else too. I don't know. Every now and then we'll get a random like new woman to pop in, like surprises. It, it, Bree, Rebecca, a pop up or something. You know. We got another. There was a couple, a few new ladies. I forgot their names now. Forgot what they, they gotta be more consistent. That's the problem. Cause, Cause you was you was trying to holler one on here like about we could we could go so but she oh jazzy jazzy jazz the woman jazzy jazz yeah, jazz, she in here yeah there you go jazzy jazz in here she don't have a picture that's what confused her ah, we need a picture jazzy jazz. gotta get the picture in there can we update it before the show ends jazzy just so we can just put a name to a face that's all we ask it's a name to a face. Smitty just want to see who's crazy. That's all he wants. I'm trying to know who 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 watching my show. Who, who's Smitty wants to see who's crazy. We got uh, Veronica Lopez. Oh, we got some women in the house today. Wednesday, work boot Wednesday. We got some women in here. I like it. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. They put your hands up. Hey, let's have an orgy. Shit, let's go. You guys jump it. I mean, oh, uh, anyway. Um, all right, so. <laughs> Watch Smitty always drink something. He don't even have nothing in the cup. It's like a movie. He don't even have nothing in the cup. He just, anything some controversial happens, Smitty drink for the longest time. He has the more shit in that cup than you could ever imagine. He has so much drink in that cup and air. He has oxygen in there too. That motherfucker don't breathe. He just continues drinking the stream of whatever's in there just keeps coming. I don't understand it. Is it Chick-fil-A? Is it? I don't get it. Uh, you straight? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Just dehydrated. They even like wet though. Like they had had no juice on them. It was you know drinking last night. Had some mascal. You know that was all water. Man, Manhattan. Yeah, it was, yeah. Hydrate. All water. All water. You, you killed that cup just now, right? No, nah, it's still some more here. Yeah. You keep it for when I say something, huh? 
It just, it's just some more in there. I just got to, I told you, I got a system over here. I can't really show y'all, but when I put the cup down, it connects to this tube that runs all the way through to my uh, refrigerator. And basically, I press a button on my table, and the water just comes from the refrigerator, pause, through the ground, my carpet, like through my under, under my carpet, up to the table, up to my cup. So it just refills, so I don't have to get up and leave. Who play? Who play? <laughs> Shout out to Ruben. He said, Smee, step up, step up your poker game. Listen, last time we played poker, Ruben, you know what I did. <laughs> Took y'all money, Rube. Took y'all money, Rube. <laughs> Shout out to Ruben, man. My guy. We got some, uh, show some film today, Smitty. I, I'm just trying to. You sound hey. a little nervous, a little scared for some reason. No, no, no. We got Frisco. Then we got, uh, Women Wednesday, I can dig it. Look at Jazzy Jazz. We need that picture, Jazz. We need it. It's time. You've been in. You've been supporting last few weeks. Last, you know what I mean? We gotta know who you are. Cause it, the, the, my thing is, I don't want to be outside. I'm like moving around. Might got my wife with me, whatever. And out of nowhere, somebody Big Smitty, and I'm like, oh shit. And then now, I, now I look like the crazy one. Now I don't know. Wife looking at me. I'm looking at her. I don't. I want to know like who I'm talking to. Cause if I if I see Jada, I'm like, oh Jada. Cause I see her picture, you know what I'm saying. So I, I gotta see your picture. That's all I'm asking, y'all. Who played the other night? Which sport? Basketball, football, soccer, hockey, baseball. Oh, there it is. Baltimore KC tennis. Baltimore KC is what we're trying to see. Okay. All right, I got the game. I got the game for later on. We break that down. Uh, all right, let's get to brass tacks. Quote of the day. We're 27 minutes in. We hadn't even talked about shit. We ain't did the rundown. We ain't did nothing. We've we been bullshit for 27 minutes. No Damn. ads, nothing. No bet online, nothing. Quote of the day brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code Believe, B-L-E-A-V. Let's get to brass tacks. Wake up. Pound the like. I can't see. I'm only just feeling today. Stevie Wonder's on. My other side, bloodshot red. I'm bloated. My head's spinning. Blah, blah. All right. Quote of the day. The first step towards getting somewhere is to decide that you are not going to stay where you are. Powerful. The day. It starts with, with, a, with a decision, a thought, a mindset. First step towards getting somewhere is to decide that you are not going to stay where you are right now. That also means pound the like right now. Pound the like button right now. Break the algorithm. Contrary to belief, brought to you by Prize Picks. Head on over to prizepicks.com. Use the promo code CoachJB. Contrary to belief, today I do what others won't so that tomorrow I can accomplish what others don't. <laughs> Contrary to belief. Hey, grind now, shine later. I'll be working on my stairs I put in on, on the hill today. I'm going to be putting in some lighting on there. Right after the show, I go out there, I can smoke a stick. Hopefully my head right. And, 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 and we'll be back normal. And then I'm going to have some, I'm going to go work on the stairs. I'm always going to work on something. Did you get that turf fixed? So... We were eating last night, you know, in Long Beach, Phil Trainy, legendary spot. Anyone in SoCal want to go to a legendary sports bar that John Wooden, Kobe, Mike Tyson, you name it, they I go mean. there to eat. They always have uh, before John passed away, Coach Wooden. Um, 
Long Beach Boulevard, Delamo. Go check it out. Anyway, I get a notification on my camera. So I'm looking. I just put in new turf. I put in a bunch of new shit in the backyard. I epoxied the fucking flagstones. It's all nice, beautiful. And I'm looking, and it looks like this fucking ash tore apart my backyard turf. Smitty, I came home last night pleasantly surprised. It wasn't my turf. Oh. This motherfucker decided to take the mat that goes into my back from my back door into the house, and he demolished the heavy duty, thick ass mat that's like, if I pick it up, it's heavy to right. shake. It's heavy. He actually ripped the fucker apart, man. So I'm glad it wasn't the turf. I got to get a new mat today now. But it wasn't the turf. It was just my mat. Well, that's a lot better, man, because I know you was hot. I should have saw. I should have recorded JB last night. He was talking to his, like, his camera or whatever through his phone to ask, bad dog, bad dog, bad. Like, I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like, we in the middle of a conversation. I don't know. What the fuck, Ash? I'm like, whoa, what's going on, bro? So I'm, I'm glad to hear that Ash, you know, he... What he did was a minor infraction. It wasn't major. Shout out to my cousin Keith. Why would you have turf in the backyard? Just plant grass. Hey, that's hey, that is true. People are getting injured right now. Turf. We don't want the dogs to get injured or slip around because you can't stick if that seam underneath. So hey, Keith making makes a good point. Jerry, I was just waiting for somebody to talk fucking sense into Fat Keith. I just cannot believe that. See, Smitty don't have dogs, Jerry. He don't have kids, Jerry. Smitty, they never had a, like a backyard where he got to worry about grass in. First of all, let me give you a little heads up. Dog piss kills grass, Fat Keith. It kills grass very quick. So I had grass back there when I used to have six pit bulls. And guess what? They killed the grass in one day. So... Grass is not an option, Fat Keith. So make sure that you never speak again in this chat because so far, everything you've ever said has been absolute blasphemous. It's been everything everything he's ever said. He never said one thing that was right. He's never said one thing that has been even remotely close to being accurately correct on this show. Not one time has he ever been close to being accurate. Keith, say something right now in the chat that's a fact. Just say it right now. Whatever's on your mind, give us one fact right, like as soon as, like right now, as soon as possible. Type it in right right now. Do you really think that fucking grass is going to hold up, Ash? Do you fucking really think that he's not digging that up like tomorrow? Do you don't think they're going to run on that shit and fucking absolutely destroy it? Holy shit. He's digging deep holes everywhere. Ash a bad boy, y'all. Ash don't really mess around like that, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. The YMCA. Let's get into this real quick, YMCA. Cali's overvalued, good weather, good restaurants, but cost of living is a rat race and not worth it. It's only not worth it to those who can't do it. Mm. Please understand, everybody that I hear talk about it can't do it. Because you would. Be honest. Let's be honest. 
You would move here. You would live here. Stop the cap. As y'all say, stop the cap. Y'all would live here. It's only you backwoods, redneck, <laughs> fucking old sister, having people that talk like this. That's it. I'm just being honest. Now, yeah, we have political issues. California's a shit show right now. We got Frisco homeless and L.A. homeless and San Diego homeless. But let's be honest. You ain't beating the weather. You ain't beating the moon. You ain't beating the food. You ain't beating the beach. You ain't beating the snow. You ain't beating the... We have everything right here. And we could drive to Vegas in two and a half. We could drive to Phoenix in four. We could go to Mount. We can go to beach. You can't do it. You live in West Virginia. You have to get on a boat to go anywhere. <laughs> Be real though, like it was harder for it's harder for transplants like myself to move out here. Yeah. And adjust. Cause I'm from Indiana. Like cost of living is night and day. You go from oh, paying yeah. that rent. To paying the rent over here with the like, make more here. Oh, well, you know, the, the money is more in California's per capita. You can make more money. So uh, you know, that's how they kind of like shit. I, I bought a house in Kansas for 99 grand. It's bigger yeah. than the house I'm in right now. 99 yeah. grand bigger than I but and I made a lot of money for a Kansan. Right. Um, I was the highest paid JUCO coach, and, but I'm saying talk your talk, talk your talk. But that don't that that still ain't the money don't always translate like yeah you make more but the question is do you make so much more to where it's like you know what i'm saying and that's not always the case so it just, just taxes and property tax we got taxes you know it's a lot it's a lot going on there you know what i mean uh yeah all right big smitty let's get to brass tax poll question um Drop the poll question. Should Ben Johnson have taken a head coaching job instead mm. of staying in Detroit? Because yesterday he told people, suitors, that I'm staying put right here with Eminem and them in the 317. Uh, I mean, uh, 317. That's 313. 313. Detroit. I'm staying put. And uh, what do you think, Big Smitty? Should I love it. I love it actually. Cause I was having this conversation yesterday at work and I asked like the group, are there scenarios where an offensive or defensive coordinator has the opportunity to become a head coach, but it's a better option for them to just stay. And I, not the more I've thought about it for myself. I think, I think there are, I think Detroit is young, uh, a lot of talent. You got Jameer Gibbs as a rookie. You got Laporta as a rookie, you know, Golf ain't old yet, you know. I, I feel like they like they can still get back to this point, or at least have the opportunity to to get you know to this mix. And Ben Johnson is young; he's thirty seven, so like the head coaching jobs ain't going nowhere. So I think for me, it's like sometimes it's better to just build where you're at, get more experience, try to finish the job, so to speak, get to a Super Bowl if you can, and then you know see what options might be on the table next year. Because the thing is, if you're a really great offensive coordinator. You'll have a job forever, but if you once you make that that switch to head coach, you could lose that job in a year, two years. There's no security, and you gotta understand when you when you get a head coaching job, it's going to be on a bad team because that's the reason why the head coach just got fired before you. So you have to build up a whole new team, 
And some coaches can do it. We're seeing what, what D'Amico's doing with the Texans in year one. Now we'll see if he can follow that, follow that up in, in the sophomore year, you know, second year. But so far, so good. But it's it's, it's tough, man, in today's league to, you know, take a, a bad organization, take a rookie quarterback, whatever the case may be, and build from ground zero because you're going you're going to get all the blame. And head coaches are the first ones to get let go when when you know shit hits the fan. So I just think stay where you're at. You're in a good situation with the Lions. Wait till next year, maybe some better opportunities on the table, and go from there. I think he looked around and saw. He said, "Geno Smith." Mm-hmm. Jared Goff. Then he looked over in Washington. He said, "Okay, Sam Howell, Jared Goff." Then he looked at the receiving cores of those places, and then he looked at the other places. Um, and I think he looked at it and said, "All right, I'm going to go with what I know." So for Joe Buzzy over some new Buzzy. So he was like, "I'm going to stay with the for Joe Buzzy," and he's staying in Detroit. I think uh, for another year. Plus, the coordinators right now to hire – he was going to run the offense, so he didn't need to hire OC. He could hire a young guy and appoint him and name him the OC t- by title. But the DC would have been a harder get. What DCs are out there that's really good to go get right now? You got Staley still out there. You can go after a Vrabel, yeah. ask him if he would be a DC. I don't know if they know each other or not. Um so there's some guys out there, but you'd have to throw a lot of money at him. You'd have to at least – it'd probably be a one-year deal because Rabel, if he don't get a job this year, which would be kind of wild, he probably will next year. So there's some coordinators that are – or lack thereof right now this late in the game as well. So I'm surprised though. Seattle seems like he would fit that just offensively, wideout-wise, running back-wise, quarterback-wise. It feels it fits like – it feels like he could have done a, well, a good job there. But – I'm not mad at him. I'm glad people stand on the ground and staying put. Uh, see if Aaron Glenn stays as, as well and their coordinators stay. And then Detroit's, you know, at least that part's intact um, after that disappointing choke job um, in Frisco last Sunday. Um, Feel that. Actually, I'm to make it make sense right out the gate. Let's get it. Make it make sense. Um, Big Smitty, a rugby woman Uh got fucking destroyed by a man as she got tackled. If you haven't seen this video, it's very disturbing to me. I don't understand it. I mean, is that fair to you, Smitty? I don't understand that man right there who tackled this girl. Those are our daughters. Like, it's not about this individual player, though. It's, it's, for me, it's what like this is a male. Is this a male team versus a woman's team? That's what no. it looks like. It's a made-up human. Oh, playing against women. Hold on, him. Yep. He doesn't think he's a him, though. It's all women, Smitty. It's all women, and him. Uh, make it make sense, man. I got to be honest. Uh, rugby women destroys, uh, gets destroyed. Why, Big Smitty? Why, why, why are we allowing these women, ladies, to be destroyed like this? I, I got to ask you, Big Smitty, and I got to ask the women in the chat. I got to ask all the women in the chat, man. Um, why are y'all allowing this? 
y'all, I'm sorry to go at you like this, but it's your issue. You guys control this narrative, ladies, women. The women need to say no. Like, y'all control it. We can't do nothing. The real men can't do shit about this. Women, ladies, you control this. Say no. I am not participating in this fucking game if this man has to play in this particular game. If he thinks he just could could come down and play, biologically speaking, with a bunch of women, then you have an issue, a fundamental issue, ladies. Don't participate. Say we won't play. It makes zero sense. And I got to be Smitty. I got to go hard on the fathers. Where are you, fathers? Where are the fucking fathers at right now? Why would you ever, ever let your daughter participate versus a fucking man in anything other than fucking drinking? Like, why would you ever let your daughter participate versus a man in a contact physical sport? And mothers, 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 all the lovely mothers out there, where are you at? Why? Why, mothers, are you allowing your daughters to go out here and do this? I just don't get it. I don't understand fathers, mothers, and the actual participating ladies, women, girls. Why are you not saying no? It's stop the dumb shit, man. This is just not fucking... This isn't what it is, man. This ain't what it is. And it's a joke. It's a mockery, man. It's really clown shit, man. And there's a lot of facets involved, Smitty. There's fathers I just mentioned. There's mothers I mentioned. But I believe it starts with the participating women. The girls, the ladies that are playing have to say no. I'm not playing in it. Like, what are they going to do if you don't play in it? They can't play. There's not enough. It won't be any numbers. So they would have like, to figure it out. Somebody has to say, stand on business and say, no, nah, we're not playing against this man. Get him out. But they're going to need, like, everybody's going to have to do it. Like, so let's say the rugby, the women's rugby team did it. That's not going to be enough to, like, change the, the whole entire narrative. They're going to need every single woman, major women's. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Sports is going to just have to do it. Women's soccer, women's rugby, women's swimming, women's fucking. What else did we have? We seen MMA. Boxing, women's sports that are being destroyed by men, biological men playing in them has to be stopped. And women need to say no. There's no like collective for all sports to come together, though. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, I, I, like I'm just confused at this point in life. If you're going to go ahead, like, listen, we come on the show all the time. We've had many people on the show that that are on our side on this that have the same thoughts as a. But like we're all in the same boat, too, as this, like. Do you? I don't care about your sexual orientation. I don't care who you sleep with. Well, I do care, but we're not going to dive into it. I do you? I'm not a you know a basher of the 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 alphabet community. But listen, just don't involve our kids. Don't involve our women. Don't involve the shit that directly affects me or 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 my daughter or my wife or whatever it may be. The women need to stand up, in my opinion, on all these fronts. And I'm just like, listen, do you. But come on, man. Like, stay out of the way when it comes to my daughter, your daughter, 
people's daughters. That you, you show it again, Bailey. Like, is this fucking fair? Like, if I'm in the stands, Smitty, you and I are at the stands watching our daughters play. Yeah, I got a little sister. She's sixteen. Slam like, like this. Like, look at that. Drives into her fucking titty. Like, let's be honest. Her shoulder drives into her breast and to the ground. Like, no other woman could scoop her up like that. Like, they're all women out there. Like, I want to know why the women on her, his team doesn't say, no, get the fuck out of here. Like, look at this shit, man. I think people are scared to speak up. People are scared to speak up because of just the power that, that the community now seems to have. And it's like, if you say anything against them, like, you're either removed, you're fired, you're cut, you're canceled, whatever, you know, position you're in is going to be a negative for you. So I think a lot of people are just kind of silent, you know, about it. And like you said, it just, to me, it's just common sense. I don't even, like, it's, it's not even about hate. No, I don't hate nobody. You always say that. I don't hate nobody. It just, it just, it's literally not fair. Like, my little sister was playing a sport and, and I saw a man, like an actual man, hit her like that. It's going to be a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, me as a man, I wouldn't want to hit a woman like that. I remember, I think I told y'all before, in middle school, you know, we're still kind of young, but we're starting to get a little older. We had a we had a woman play who was on the football team in middle school. Her name was uh, Latif, if I'm not mistaken. Latif, I think she was like, you know, Hawaiian or something. I, I don't know her exact background. In middle school, it was like, all right, you – us as young men, we haven't fully developed yet. Women actually develop faster than men yeah, than when we were that. younger. Girls, the girls were faster than us when I was in yeah. elementary school. Exactly. So at the time, she was a bigger, a bigger girl. So she was an old line, like a guard. So all right, it, it made sense. As soon as we got to high school, freshman year, she actually tried, and I think she came out there for like one practice. Like, yeah, it's it's a ride. I just can't. I can't do it because she just has common sense. It has nothing to do with anything else. Like, it just you literally. I'm I'm too. When I played. College ball, I was like 280, 285, like rock solid muscle everywhere. You mean to tell me you're comfortable with me going against your daughter or your your girlfriend or your 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 little sister and on a football field? Come on, man. Like, it don't even make sense. Like, look yeah. at the guy. Like the guy is 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 a put together dude. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, there's not one thing out there that screams woman. What the fuck are we doing? Like, there's not one thing out there that, like, I'm running. First of all, my daughter's not playing. See, that's the problem. Like, see, it start. there's somewhere to start with. Like, first of all, my daughter's not playing. My daughter's not playing today. That's where it starts at, number one. See, we're not starting nowhere. We're, 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 we're only talking about the, hey, uh, I'm running out there. No, I'm not, because my daughter's not out there. Like, we need to go back and say, whoa, 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 whoa. This motherfucker ain't playing today against my daughter's team. Like, I'm going down there with the coaches like, no, 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 no. Then we're not playing. Like, here's the thing, and this is not an attack on women today. We got a lot of ladies in the house. We appreciate you dearly. I'm trying to figure out, though, like, women will come out and will, will act. You, you guys will ask for equity. You want it equitable. You want it to be on a playing field to be level as men. When in a lot of aspects you should be, but you're never going to be if you don't start standing on business. Like mm. if you don't go out there, like to WNBA, you, 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 the pay's not enough. We want more pay, but then your women don't show up to support the WNBA. There's more men in the stands than women. 
I, I'm just being honest. It's not an attack on you ladies, but let's just be real. You want more money in soccer. You think that your so women's soccer makes more. You should make the same as a man. But look, you won't stand up for yourselves when it comes to this. You need to say, no, I'm not playing against a man. Like, it, it is what it is. You got to be the ones, though, ladies. And I'm backing you all day long. But you got to be the one to say, I'm not playing against this man. And I don't know where your dads are. I don't know where your moms are. But it's a shame for a father to let his daughter go out there and play against a man. And I don't even know who this dude is, uh, where his dad and mom is. That's a whole other discussion. Um, but, like, whoever allowed him to get into this thing, it's just I, – I don't know where – when did this start, Smitty? I'm trying to go back in my mind right now. When did we just say you could play versus my daughters? Like, hey, 30-year-old grown man, you can go and tackle my daughter. Like, when know. did that start? I don't know. I feel like it just, it just, like, happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, just we woke up and it was going on. I don't know, Jerry. What can you do? What can you do? I don't know. Um, Purdy is still pretty average, though. I know that. <laughs> that is the thumbnail today. That's where the show starts after about 50 minutes in. Purdy is pretty average. Why do you say that, JB? The man's in a Super Bowl right now. I'm just I'm just curious. Why do you think he still deserves to be called average today? Um look at the run. May play when he needed to. Big yeah. time scramble. Yeah. All right. So um he was 20 or 31. 260 yards, one touchdown, one pick. He had a QBR of 88, and he had a, a rating of 89. So, listen, he's on a roster that allows him to do a lot of things other quarterbacks couldn't do. And he is, when all things aren't perfect, he's very, very mid. I mean, we've seen the games where when, when certain people aren't playing in the game, He's very, very mid. Um, let's just be honest. No CMC, no Debo. Not even talking about O-line. Let's just talk about skill set players. He is very, very mid. He has not. He doesn't have get on my back. I can win this without you. I can make my second and third string receivers like Jennings and these guys that are needed when Debo's out better. He can't do that. Aaron Rodgers can. Mahomes can. Aaron Rodgers can. Uh Tom Brady did. There, there's different levels to this thing. I'm, it's not a knock on Brock Purdy. It's just he's not a guy to elevate average Joes when you can't have all five-star guys on your roster. You have to have – there's a cap we know in the NFL. The, the roster's loaded in Frisco. We've been talking about how loaded they are all season long. But when all things are, aren't perfect, he really struggles. It shows. And I just think that he is still pretty average. And that's not a bad thing. Like, there's been some average quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls. Trent Dilfer, I mean, I don't know if you want to call Flacco average. Flacco has a much more – Flacco's arm is much better than average. He has a big-time cannon. Um, but – in the in the realm of comparisons, he's not a Brady Mahomes. He's not Flacco's never going to be put on a pedestal as one of the greats that won a Super Bowl, right? Yeah, nah, so, yeah. But the thing about Flacco, real quick, is 
although I do believe he, he is an average quarterback, he did not play average in that playoff run. You guys remember the way he was playing was Brady-esque just for that brief period time in that playoffs. I don't think Purdy is doing that. But to Purdy's credit, he's making plays when he needs to make plays, if that makes sense. Like there were a couple of times like you know, me as a Lamar fan, I'm like, y'all need a play right now. And he just didn't make those plays when, when you needed it right there in that moment. Purdy this weekend, to his credit, although he didn't have like an incredible overall game, although he should have thrown like four picks when they needed it the most, he would either scramble for a big time first down, make a throw, you know what I'm saying? So that, And that's why they're in the Super Bowl right now. Yeah. I mean, the offensive sets, if you watch what Shanahan does, a lot of zip and zap motions, a lot of motion zacks, we call it across the formation, a lot of shifting. That's done because they have to hide deficiencies and they have to allow the run game to open up by motion shifts and trades with tight ends and personnel groupings. That is a hiding of a deficiency that you have as a head coach or play caller. We see it a lot. We've already talked about what they do in Baltimore with Lamar. I believe they, they I've seen it in Dallas with Dak. I've seen it with Kyler Murray. I've seen it with Carson Wentz and Baker Mayfield. You, 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 as a play caller, you're like, fuck, I, I'm scared to call this particular stuff, these things with this particular guy. Um, I think these are all things that hide a smaller quarterback. Let's just be honest. He's not a guy that can stand in the pocket and, and, and not get the ball batted. He gets the ball batted more than any quarterback in the league because he throws from the pocket a lot, and he's just not a guy to get the ball over. He got the ball batted four times against Detroit. So... These type of things right here, you see, you see how how he has to drift away. Right now, just be honest, Smitty. Let's go from the end zone copy here. Let's look at him and, and against these O line. Trent Trent Williams, obviously six nine, but just look at him in the pocket. How he looks like a little baby. And right. these are going to happen. This happens all the time. These balls get batted all the time because he's he can't be in the pocket. He can't sit there. Um, he has to be moved. He has to be shifted around. They have to motion. They have to do a lot of these things for him. And how long can you do that in the NFL and think this guy is going to be the guy? Like, listen, I think he's done great. I think he's accurate with the football over the middle and intermediate routes when he is. I think he does a good job anticipatory throws in the windows that, you know, the second dig window versus a cover three look or a quarters look. He'll hit that first window off the break, outside, outside backer. He'll do some things um, that you say, oh, shit, he throws great balls on time. on certain. Then he'll make a throw that you're like, fuck, what are you doing? Um, that just is a, either A, a sight issue. I can't see it uh, because of his deficiency in height behind a NFL O-line that's going to be every team, by the way, Smitty is this size. Right. Um, or let's let's figure it out. Let's move them on the sprint, them on the run. Like, this is a great ball. Great ball, actually. Great Time. Time. Accurate. Now he's sight of vision. He has, he has clear vision here. He has like, look at this. Yeah. You, you have clear vision, and like I said, he can throw it. He can spin it. He is accurate when he has that. When, when, things, when things are perfect for Brock, he's he's top tier, I think. When, when things it are just have to be perfect. And I don't yeah. know if games are going to be perfect. This Kansas City game is not going to be perfect. Not They're playing all. a great defense. 
Spagnola is going to fuck with him like he did Lamar. He is going to not, it's not going to be perfect. And um, I argue that Drew Brees didn't win one until so late because of the same things. But it's funny you mentioned, I was, that was my next question. I was going to ask you, like, when you look at Purdy right now, he's still young. It's really his second year starting, so he's still pretty young. I mean, super young. When you think about his peak, is Drew Brees probably like, like I mean, the, the, the best, I guess, comparison? I mean, I don't think he'll be that good, but like, a watered-down version of Drew Brees? Is that, is that like the best comparison? Because yeah, like, I mean, like Doug Flutie was very undersized, went through the USFL. Flutie could move around so damn good. Oh, Purdy could move. Not, yeah, he yeah. wasn't that. Purdy ain't that athletic. No, no, no. Doug Flutie was athletic, but Doug Flutie had a top three or four arm in the football at the time. Mm-hmm. He had Doug Flutie has a fucking cannon, yeah, by the yeah. way. People don't understand because he's so little. He has a baseball whip. Like he can – Doug Flutie could slang the rock like no other. I, I've thrown with the man. I've thrown with him and Drew Brees, by the way, when my one of my best friends was the receiver at the Chargers, Nate Turner, who played for me in junior college at Compton, UNLV. Um, so I got to throw with those guys. Doug Flutie has an absolute, like, cannon. Um, see, here's again. This is the things that are, he's going to struggle with. This is a smaller guy. When you get guy, boom, in his face, you can't throw this ball. This is the things he struggles with. This is a eat it play. I have to learn to eat this ball. Because Detroit let this get away, this should have been another pick. This was another ball that should have been picked that we showed yesterday from a different angle. That's the same one. He should have thrown this ball, and it should have been picked. He should have ate it. He should have threw it away or just tucked it and ate it. That's right. Right there, you got to eat it. You see him turn his back to it right here? He turns his back to that. That is, I want to throw the ball. Get it out of my hands. I want to not get hit. That is what that is. Yeah, I know for a fact what it is because I played this position, unlike a lot of people in the chat that want to think they know. That is a get the ball out of my hand so I don't get hit play, and that's why he turned number 13 to our film side because that's what we're looking at, the back side of him because he threw it. That makes um, sense. Big JB, I think we got a uh, special guest might uh, might be in the building, by the way. Just a heads up. Okay, Big Matt McChesney, can he join in with here? Uh, can he, can he join in on the thing, Matt uh, Bailey? There you uh, go, he's right there. What's going on, Matt? What's good? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, we're talking about Brock Purdy, Matt. Uh, I'm just showing that you know some things have to be very, very perfect for him to have success. When things aren't perfect, he he lacks in genetics. When with 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 arm strength, height, being behind six nine tackles and stuff like that is just going to be an issue for him i think all things need to be perfect for brock purdy and when they're not i don't think he's a guy to elevate mid to third string wide receivers like an aaron Rodgers, tom brady uh guys have done in the past when when debo number one goes down um can jennings be the guy to catch six seven balls We've seen Mahomes elevate mid-receivers. We've seen Aaron Rodgers get mid-receivers big bags on other teams. I just don't know if he's that guy. And that's why the thumbnail says Purdy is Purdy average. A lot of people are calling him the second heir of Joe Montana. I almost threw up in my mouth. I also almost threw up in my mouth because I'm drunk still. But I, (laughs) I just don't 
see the guy elevating a team when all things aren't perfect. And I think that Spagnola is going to give him some looks this week where he is not going to have all things perfect. And it's going to come back to got to get a top echelon guy back there. And listen, I think he's done a great job. Here's another one, though. This is a shot in the chest. Um, and he makes a ball on time. He throws Ooh. a ball on time. Hell of a throw. Took a headshot. Um, Hell of a throw. This is deep. This is Debo. Does he throw that ball with Jennings? Like, these are things that I just think are going to happen with Spagnola. And like I said, look, he already knew the cover. He already knew that he had a clean pocket until the the game happened. He had a clean pocket until yeah. the game happens. He sees it though, to his credit, and he doesn't yeah, flinch. He said, "Fuck, I'm gonna stand there. I'm gonna take the hit. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let it go." You know the thing is, JB, real quick. Shame on us, not us, me, meaning me, you, and Matt, but just the media space in general. On why why are we even? Putting Brock in the conversation of a Peyton Manning, a, a, a Tom Brady, a Joe Montana, Patrick Mahomes. Because Purdy's never said that. Purdy's never like went out there and tried to like sh- claim he was even at that level at all. Purdy is really good for this team. For this team. They're in a damn Super Bowl. It's not like they're in a Super Bowl only because they carried them. They're in a Super Bowl because, yeah, they have a lot of fucking talent around them. But at the same time, I watched the game this weekend. Purdy made some plays. That's not like, that's not, that's not gonna get it twisted. It ain't like Purdy just sitting back there, twinning, you know, playing with his fingers. Like, you know, he's out there making plays. He scrambled when he needs to. He made some big time throws as we're showing. So I think it's really shame on us for even comparing him to these big time names. We understand the Niners team goes as their rest of their talent goes. They go as their running game goes. It goes as their defense goes. But Brock Purdy, in order for him to win the Super Bowl, he's going to have to make some big-time plays like he did in the NFC Championship game. And I just think, yeah, he, it, it's okay to it's okay to be a game manager. Going back to the whole, with what you said, JB, what Cam Newton said, game manager, does, it comes off in a negative tone, but it's not it's not bad. He, he's a great game manager for the 49ers. And, that, and that's what you want to do. Because if you, if, if you if when you manage games, if that leads to wins, well, hell, <laughs> keep on managing, brother. That's, that's what we want to win. And that's I, what he's think, done. Before Matt jumped in here, I think what we do, though, we put it on a pedestal. And we put him on a pedestal because he's on a roster that we've all been on this show for six months talking how great the roster is. It's the number one roster in football. And they're loaded from top to bottom. And O-line, D-line, linebackers, blah, blah, blah. We've been hyping this team up, right? Yeah. If you don't win a Super Bowl, though, it, at the end of the day, it's an epic fail, as the young generation say. And when you want to be put on this pedestal as a great organization, great team, like the Patriots, uh, you know, and the Chiefs are right now in a dynasty run, and this is the second time these two are meeting up in a Super Bowl, you have to win some of these big-time games. And I just think they lack at that position. And I think, again, you have to have the big-time guy on a roster like this so you can be in the conversation as a dynasty run got team or an organization again, like they did in the eighties. This is a team that should be winning a lot of Super Bowls. And like, let's be honest, I think one guy's holding him back, and that's what it is. It's no knock on him. I don't think he's shitty. I just don't think he's a guy that can get you over the hump like they can go get. And I. That's all I'm saying. I just think you have to win some of these Super Bowls eventually, and I I still don't know if they could beat the Chiefs this year. 
<clears throat> so you guys know how I feel about Brock Purdy. I've been saying this since day one. Bailey's made clips on it. There's nothing wrong with being a game manager. Terry Bradshaw game managed himself to four Super Bowls. Troy Aikman game managed himself to three. Like, you know, if there was more game manager and Jim Kelly, he might have a Super Bowl. Phil Sims game managed himself to Super Bowls. You know, like it's John Elway at the end of his career with a better team and a good defense and a dominant running game, game managed himself to Super Bowls. So, you know, the, the, the negative connotation with this is ridiculous. But the media is lazy, too. I mean, let's be real. You yeah, ask why. You ask why because the media is fucking lazy because they they need to everybody's got to be compared to like the greatest of all time where honestly this kid is just in the like the beginning stages of his career he hasn't even made a second contract yet and he's he's writing his script as we go and you know the media immediately wants to just be like oh well it how is he compared to joe montana and steve young and it's like jesus christ i mean yeah, no shit. If that's where we're going immediately with this. Like the, the kid, this is his first Super Bowl appearance. Um, essentially the same team, minus Christian McCaffrey, went to the Super Bowl with Garoppolo and was up with six minutes to go and lost. So, you know, it's if Purdy can go beat Mahomes and the Chiefs, which I mean, I doubt. I, I'm not gonna pick, I ain't picking Brock Purdy and the Niners over Mahomes. No fucking way. Like you, you want me to you want me to make that pick, you're gonna have to show me. So, you know, do I think the Niners have a better team? Yeah, probably. They probably got a better team around Purdy than Mahomes has around him, but Mahomes just he's just different. And and Brock Purdy's not yet. He's not different yet. So he's made big plays the last two weeks. He's the reason that they are advancing. Um, they they were dead in the water last week, big time being down 17 and he brought him back. So he's got a, he gets his flowers there, but you know, it's almost like doing the kid a disservice trying to compare him right now to a guy with four Super Bowls that never lost one. And then Steve Young, who, you know, is the most accurate, was the most accurate passer from a ratings perspective in the history of football for, I don't know, 25 years, he held that record. So you know, it's and that was in the era of ripping people's heads off in the secondary and like, you know, the rules weren't catered to the skill players being able to just catch it and run. So, you know, it, it's the, the I think that the the entire like narrative comparing Brock Purdy to Montana and Young is so lazy. I also think it's irresponsible, like, to be honest, this is what we have. We have irresponsible reporting out here. But I also think there's a huge limelight from the average casual fan that sees Brock Purdy and has success on their, on his, on his, on their draft kings or bet online stat line, and they think that he's the greatest quarterback since Montana to wear this uniform. He's not better than Jeff Garcia. I'll just be honest. He's not better than a lot of Niner quarterbacks that have came after Montana. But I'm going to be honest. Is he better than Kaepernick? I mean, take away all the bullshit that Kaepernick had. Just look at the player. Um, that, he's not as skilled as Cap. He's not as talented, but he's 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 probably a better quarterback. Um, Hell, player. Yeah. Here's the thing I have to say, though. I think people get blinded by the now, of course. We always talk about the now, what's going on in the now, and all this other shit. Um I also think, Matt, 
that quarterback play is very, very, very mid, oh, to say bad. the least, across the league. And when we see a guy that can complete a fucking slant, we get hard-ons. And it's like, oh, fuck, Purdy's the guy. He threw a fucking slant ball that most quarterbacks in high school should be able to put on the numbers. And we're anointing guys, I believe, before we really get to see their full body of work because of the bad nature, the bad play at the position as a whole, and the lack thereof of superstars in the game right now, like Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow, who had catastrophic injuries that we, nobody could predict, and the lack of the Tom Brady's and Peyton Manning's who aren't in the league anymore. I believe it's changing the, the casual lens uh, the optic on these casual fans who just bet fantasy and really don't know shit and come out and think that I'm a 49er fan. Brock Purdy's the best thing I've ever seen. And they're 18, 25-year-olds who've never saw Steve Young or Montana play. So, again, that is what it is. And I just – I don't think uh, – I think, to be fair, that's where we are. And, and, and then if you go against any fan base on this show – they're obviously going to say you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, even though they can never provide a resume. So that is where I'm at with it. And and I think that is just a very eloquent, educated, nice, calm, because I'm very drunk still, um, take. So I love I, I, what do you think about that take, Matt? Oh, you're not wrong. I, this is the anointing generation. You know, it's the generation of, you know, that he's the best player ever. And you bring up another guy that played the position in the nineties or in the eighties or nineties, and they're like, "Who?" So, you know, it's just, I had I had two coaches in here this morning: Frank Malley from Washington State and Garn Justice from SMU. Frank Malley? Yeah, that's my guy, Frank. And man, and, that's my boy. You should have told him. I wish you. I would have known. You should have put him on Facetime. That should have been epic. Well, I just posted a picture on Twitter. He's awesome. But so we're in in the lobby afterwards, you know, talking to the kids as they're coming out shaking hands, kissing babies. You know, one of the big tackles got offered, so that's always cool when he gets offered in front of all the kids and all the work pays off. That's always like, that's why we do it, right? That's why we do all this shit. That's why we're up at 5 a.m. And we're talking like pointing at some of the jerseys on the wall. And I have one of the kids is like, well, who's the who's 58, the, the red jersey? And I'm like, well, that's a Kansas City 58. Who do you think that is? And they're like, well, I don't know. I'm a huge Chief fan. I love the Chiefs. They're my favorite team. And I was like, and you don't know who 58 is in red. You don't know who Derek Thomas is, exactly. though. And, like, Frank's, like, looking at the kid, like, you play defensive end and you're a huge Chiefs fan and you don't know who the fuck Derek Thomas is? We just talked about this to start the show, Matt. We like, just talked is, about this shit. The problem with the generation is they think they're the first ones to play football. Matt, we just talked about it. I got to introduce. The first ones to be on social media. Exactly. We got to talk about it. last night. Smitty and I, we ran into a uh, five-time world champions, three-time Super Bowl, two-time uh, before the NFLs, the AFL um, world champion, um, <clears throat> and Compton native, Marv Fleming. He's got five rings in the NFL. Uh, we, ate, we got to eat with him last night. Um, and a guy named Don Buford, who's a uh, USC Trojan, Baltimore Oriole baseball legend, Played with Roberto Clemente, Frank Robinson, Brooks Robinson, all these legends. And we got to hear stories. But Jackie Robinson's trophy was stolen yesterday in Kansas and burned. 
by some young fucking kids. What? Yes. Show the and, video if you can, uh, Bailey. Yeah. And this is why, though, Matt, what you just what? alluded to. You think those kids stole that either, A, knowing who it is, B, giving a fuck about respect for their elders or legends or anything. Wow. That's, this, that's oh, wow. This is a. Uh, this is what we are facing. These kids don't fucking know anything about legendary shit. And we're, we're going to just throw it away. Like this trophy should have been put on a CD and put sent to space. Like this is who this guy is. And I just don't, I just think this is, this is a slap in the face, man. Look, Don Buford played no Jew. Jackie's whole family was like, dude, this is the biggest fucking slap in the face of, 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 our generation and uh these young kids generation is like you guys don't even know who jackie robinson is matt these guys don't know who they are matt that's the problem when you ask him who's eric dickerson and he's a five-star running back and he don't know then i got a problem recruiting you yeah well i don't know um let's move on smitty we gotta get through some things here tennessee matt you came on perfect timing tennessee vols under investigation once again for the recruiting and NIL deals for my main man, Nico, the QB they brought in who balled out in the ball game. Uh, the state of Tennessee has filed a lawsuit against the NCAA challenging its NIL recruiting ban. Tennessee Attorney General states, <clears throat> quote, the NCAA's restraints on prospective students' ability to meaningful negotiate NIL deals violate federal antitrust law. Only Congress has the power to impose such limits. The NCAA, again, the non-caring assholes of America continue to show the hypocrisy that they continue to live and die by. They continue to fucking absolute. This is a lawsuit by the, they already filed. Uh, the attorney general Bailey has it all. He's right behind it. Bailey lives right there. So they continue to be the judge, the jury and the executioner, Matt. I, I really don't understand how we pick and choose what we're doing here uh, by issuing these violations. Um, it's absolute mockery. I've seen a lot of NFL and college guys come out on Twitter and just say, what a fucker joke this is becoming. College football is in trouble, Matt. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I, I don't see it being very watchable in the next five years because of just what's happening here. And and, you, and the, the number one and I'm going to let you guys take it. Number one, though, you're going to lose Jim Harbaugh and Nick Saban every year. I'm just telling you, whoever the next guys are, they're getting lost right now in the shuffle. They're going to stop coaching. Let's just be real. Like, these next coaches that are that are, have a shot to be these guys are going to stop coaching college football. They're going to try to get in the NFL. They're going to try to get in the new UFL, FL, CFL, whatever FL, uh, because this FL stands for fuck league right now. I don't even know why you would go. If you could go to the U.S. or the UFL before college, I don't know why you go to college. Uh, like just go to the UFL and start getting paid and don't even go under the, the thumb of the NCAA. Look, the NCAA is a clown show joke. I mean, it, everybody knows what happened to me at, at the end of last week, the beginning of this week, getting reprimanded and not even being at the venue. And like I... Not, nobody's reaching out to me to try and clarify the story. No one cares. So like, I, the NCAA and all the people that work for it are a fucking joke. Like, 
It's the biggest bunch of hypocritical jock sniffers in the history of the world. So I, I personally think that Tennessee should laugh at them and say, impose it, try. Like the look, the, the top 70 schools in the country need to get rid of the NCAA right now. They need to just be like, we're not fucking with you anymore. We're out. We're gonna go pay our guys and do things the way we want to do it. And we're tired, we're we're tired of you saying there's no rules, but you broke the rules. We're tired of you not regulating anything and not being on top of NIL and not being on top of the transfer portal, but then acting like you have all these rules and all these like what the now Tennessee's in trouble. Get the fuck out of here. Like if you want the Wild West, you're gonna get the Wild West. The the NCAA is just the biggest bunch of slapdicks in the history of, of the world, bro. They are a laughable bunch of just losers. This is ridiculous. I'm really Tennessee's in trouble now. What what are the rules, NCAA? What can and can't you do? Bingo. You know, because nobody knows the fucking rules. And all you want to do is just throw people under the bus for breaking these rules that no one knows. And you haven't told anybody. And then you act like there are no rules, but there are. So it's like, it, I don't know, bro. It's, 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 it's hard for me to explain what this is like. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I just think they're, they're just a bunch of hypocrites. You know what I'm saying? It's like you allow this, but it won't allow that. You, 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 you let players, you know, pull up in these brand new 2024 cars and have all this money and jewelry and all these brands, but then Harbaugh can't bring his players a couple of double cheeseburgers and, and, and a side of crinkle cut fries. Thank you. Like, I just, I, it's like, what, like, just make it make sense. That's what this statement should have been almost, JB. Like, make it make sense is, is my, that's my question in my, in my statement. I just don't understand. It's been like this for, for, for so long and just like be consistent. You know what I'm saying? Like we, it's one thing to, for us to disagree about rules and all that stuff. Okay, cool. But like, if, if you're going to be uh, strong against, you know, certain things and have violations for, you know, players getting money and, and, and players getting this, players that. All right, well, let, let's, let's bring all the rules back then and just keep it that way. So we all are, we're all on the same page. We know what it is. There's no confusions. And if you break the violations, whether you disagree or not, at least we know that we fucked up. rules. Right yeah. now, I don't even know. I'm like, damn, I my fault. I thought it was cool if, if that, you know, uh, donor bought me some food tonight. I didn't know that was a violation because we have, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know. I would hate to play right now. I can get a car for free, but I can't get a steak. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, it just don't make sense. I mean, come on, man. Give me a break. Uh, yeah, so I think it's a joke. That's my two cents. Here, 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 and here it is. I don't know if you heard about what's going on. I'm going to read you something that's kind of breaking, going viral right now on social media. It's trending. Arkansas basketball. University of Arkansas basketball. This is a text. Just got this from my buddy from a prominent restaurant owner here in Fayetteville, which is in Arkansas where the university is. Okay, boys, I'm just going to get this out here quick because it's coming out soon. Here is a Razorback issue. A current player texted a 2025 recruit and said to stay away from here. Do not come to Arkansas. And he is, and he's saying why. My buddy is a coach and read the message. Davis and Brazil were in fact dating. Brazil and Mark hooked up and Devo found out, left the program. Mark got pushed out of Houston because he was gay. Brazil didn't want to play Thursday because of this. Muss, Muss is the coach, um, who's a well-respected 
basketball D1 coach for a long time, been a lot of places, wants to leave now because of the mess. Think it'll hurt recruiting? This is a screenshot on a phone that somebody got. There's a lot going on in Arkansas apparently right now as well. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm confused. Yeah. All those names. Are <laughs> so let me let me let me break this down. This is another issue that Matt was just talking about in this NCAA recruiting NIL different types of things that's going on. You can now do things like this. And a kid can also enter the transfer portal because he hears some crazy text from somebody. And now you're fighting the outside noise on your current roster. And this happens in football and basketball in the way. Now your guys are leaving rosters because of some story that's either A, made up, B, an outside you know noise from some bullshit fucking person and text or tweet or TikTok. And now coaches have to also deal with this at college sports. Like, I'm telling you, these coaches are leaving. They're going to get out of college coaching, man. I'm just telling you, it's fucking wild. Like, you should see the pictures, dog, that they have, like, up here right now. It's like, Bailey, I'm sending it to you, dog. Just pull it up. I'll put it up real quick. And I just want to give you a glimpse of what's going on in this Huh? Is it like AI Taylor Swift shit? The picture, I'm sure, is. Yeah, it looks totally like, Photoshop. Now, that's real. That's a text. Photoshop. Yeah. So that's the, real. Um, they're saying the coach is gay. That's what no, not the coach. They're that's saying cool. that the players are. The player are. Okay, got it. Yeah. Show that, Bailey, if you can. Um, this like, is what we've gotten in sports, guys. So people are starting rumors, Matt, and now they're sending pit. They're making up shit oh, like this. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, see where we are? See where we are? Now Now we have to deal – coaches got to deal with this drama. Now the cats are going to transfer out, and now I got to deal with poaching my roster. Like, this is a fucking joke. Like, dog, where are we at in college sports? I, I don't it's understand. Big deal, it's a big deal that these kids' names are getting used. That's for sure. Like, you can't yeah. – that's pretty fucked up that that's happening. Like they, they better find a way to regulate this AI because I don't know what's real and what's not. Though. Yeah, the voices, the picture, the voice. they can do all that shit. They yeah. can literally take Matt's voice and just yeah. say anything right now. Like it, it's just a matter of time before people start using AI to like fake scholarship offers. This is so and so from yeah. home. Oh my they started God. that anyway, Matt. We I, started seeing scholarship, scholarship on Twitter, remember? No, remember I, years ago, Matt. I don't know if you remember, but I was I was recruiting cats, and there was deep fake shit going on on Twitter. Like this kid would say, "I got offered by blah 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 blah," and then the guy has to go out. Another school would have to go offer him because he saw that LSU offered him. Yep. And now there was a shit show. Now they're like, "This motherfucker's a nobody. He's a horrible player," and he got recruiting accolades out of it. He got blown up, and I'm like. Holy shit, man. What's happening here? Um, that's the epitome of lazy coaching because <laughs> it is, it is, but that's what it is, man. That's exactly why I just let them in my office. Exactly. Yeah, it's bad. Um, this is bad. What a well, great. Right, man, I gotta I gotta dive into this. We gotta dive into some NFL shit with you real quick, right in your neighborhood, in your backyard. The Broncos wanna trade up for possibly Caleb Williams, Drake May. Or Jaden Daniels. I don't know if you saw the news. Um, this came out last night. They were possibly talking about Caleb, uh, Drake May, or Jaden Daniels possibilities. Where are you at with this one? How do you like 
this one and uh that does that mean that Russell's done? Um, Chicago backhand. Look, man, I uh how what are they gonna trade up with? Who's gonna just take Russ and this contract? Who I mean, yeah, man, everybody wants to trade up and get one of the top three quarterbacks in the draft. What the fuck? Of course they do. You know, if I think the Broncos need a ton of help, I'd be trading back and accumulating picks and trying to like find a diamond at the end of the first round, excuse me, or at the, you know, the beginning of the second. I think you can find some really good players and there's some really good quarterbacks in this draft. I don't know if putting all of your eggs in the top three players at the position basket is smart this year, uh, because I do think there's a lot of depth, you know, that's perceived of course, but in my opinion and perception, I think that there's depth at the quarterback position in this year's draft. I would, I would be trading back from 12 and accumulating more picks and trying to get as many good football players in this draft as possible to fortify because they're in cap hell and Russ put them there. And, you know, if you want to trade Russ to the Raiders and they want to take him, then do it. You know, what the fuck? It's what it is. So they can deal with, with, you know, that super fake positive, you know, prima donna and you know, it, it'll be great. So, you know, it's uh, if they were to go get one of the three, I guess I, I definitely don't want Caleb Williams because I just – he might be – he's good and shit, but I just hate his face. And I really don't want him to be the Broncos signal caller. He's just such a fucking – such a softie to me. I just – I can't get with it. I think Drake May's a good player. Uh, I mean, we'll see what, what he does at the combine and shit. He was a hell, hell of a talent. Kind of got buried in the media at UNC because you don't really see him that much. I don't know. He could be a fingernail painting weirdo too. We just don't know yet. Um, or he could just be a big normal quarterback. No one knows. And Jaden Daniels is a stud, but I, I also think that Penix is a really good player, and I like Bo Nix, and I think that Hartman is is a, is a good a good looking pro. And I think that there's a lot of players in this draft that have a lot of potential. I damn sure wouldn't be moving up to get one of the top three quarterbacks. I mean, oh okay, it, we're moving up to get one of the top three quarterbacks, which is essentially saying that we've got a team that could go on a run and we just need to sprinkle in a a young you know quarterback that can go in and do the job and it's not going to kill us in the cap that's what denver's saying and i think that they're further away from that than they think they are so it could be wrong it's just what they're going to trade it's similar to chicago right like what you're saying is what Jared Payton, Walter's son, came on and said basically, like, I would stay with Justin and just go get cat, go get dude. You got this great picks. This is where you're this is where franchises change overnight. I mean, look at the Jets. The Jets, just, my kid yesterday got put in the Pro Bowl, Jermaine Johnson. So you have Jermaine, Brees Hall, Sauce Gardner, and Garrett, the receiver, all from yep. the same draft. Like, that's a hell of a fucking draft. And yeah, and, and and now Chicago has that possibility. Like you're saying, Denver may have to trade back or just go with what they have. The Chargers have a great pick. Do they take a tight end with Harbaugh coming into that program right away? Do they take uh, Bowers at five or whatever it I'm is? trying to do it. My palms are just itchy. I, I mean, there's a lot going on, man. A lot going on. Um, 
I, look, see. I think if this, this draft is every draft is entertaining and shit. There's always a lot of hype at the at the top of it. This is one of the deep quarterback drafts where you could be getting starters in the third, fourth, fifth round, bro. Like there's there's good fucking football players at the quarterback position in this draft. And I I I really think that some of the lesser known talents, you know, especially the kids from Notre Dame, the bone wearing, beard fucking sporting six five dude with a cannon. I think he's a I think he's a very, very underrated prospect. Yes. I don't think J- JB during during college football. I think at the time you said you thought Harbin would be more like NFL ready than like a lot of the other quarterbacks. It was early in the season though. But if I'm not mistaken, as the season went on, you watched him play. I feel like you kind of I thought that bandwagon is that is no. That I said I think he's still going to be a pretty decent NFL player. Only I said that I look at that Notre Dame team and and as they as they matriculated through the season, and I'm like, holy shit, they don't really have anything. That that resembles even a simulance of an NFL wideout or an NFL scheme or anything they look. And I'm like, I gotta see him now get into the NFL as they lost late at Notre Dame. Now I gotta f- change my projection and look at it differently. That's because we're always so high on projecting shit when they're winning. Everyone thinks that you know when Caleb won the Heisman. Guess what? Remember, he was the highest fucking thing ago. Now people are second guessing. Should we take him one? Should we take him two? So I think Hartman did that as well. Um, I still think he'll have a decent NFL career, but I don't know if he's yeah, he might be a third, he might be a second day, third day guy, Matt. Hartman's falling sure. probably far off because they take the sex appeal now. They want the painted yeah. nails and shit. Well, look, I I I also think that one day, and I, I don't know when this is gonna happen, but one fucking day. The NFL, and I understand it's a business, the draft is a massive just moneymaker for them. But one day people need to understand the NFL draft is as irrelevant as the Major League Baseball's draft. Like, there's so many great players that are undrafted fucking priority free agents that just come out of nowhere and play their balls off for 10, 12-year careers and fucking end up starting the whole season at places. And, you know, like... I, the fact that like so much onus is put into the first round, I understand it because you're trying to sell fucking ratings on a TV show. That's what the NFL draft is. But to think like the NFL draft is just, oh my God, so scientific and we've got to hit on all these picks. Man, if you have 10 picks in the draft and then you have another 15 priority free agents and out of that 25 kids, you have seven or eight of them that make the roster and are consistent and aren't on IR. And then out of those seven or eight, you have five or six that are fucking starters. And out of that five or six, you have two or three that are pro bowlers. That is fucking incredibly excellent. A point in case, what coach was just talking about with the jets, that one draft class, they've got three fucking guys in that class that are like all pro and pro bowlers. They've got, you got to fucking bank on that now. That's how you identify, whatever you did to identify those guys and say, these are Jets, that's how you take it into the next round. And as an undrafted free agent, the guy who had to change positions in the NFL, I don't know how many times I watched them overdraft a guy and he would walk in and we'd be like, I can't fucking believe they drafted this cat where they did. He is fucking terrible. He's terrible. Terrible. And, like, he gets to walk around with the I'm a first-round draft pick mantra for the rest of his life. Like, it. I guess my question is, 
and I, 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 I can ask this to myself too, I guess. <laughs> but would you rather be a first round draft pick and be a bust or like just be undrafted and, and like get your pension and be a guy who had to earn it? Cause I, I take a lot of pride in the fact that I was undrafted and like, I got my pension paperwork sitting right here and I got to figure, I got to fill out my, my, what is this? My beneficiary designation form. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's my 401k savings plan is right. Pick here. me, Matt. Get fucked. I, I, I look at like that is, I take a lot of pride in that as an guy, but you should. If I would have been drafted and had my career, I would have been a bust because I was hurt and sucked and, you know, like mm. teams. So, like, Jamarcus Russell is the first pick in the draft, and he's famous because of it. But, again, it's like the Albert Hainsworth thing. No one respects Albert Hainsworth when his bitch ass walks into a building. Everyone's like, oh, that's Albert Hainsworth. He may have $300 million in the bank, but he also is Albert Hainsworth, like – I don't need to really elaborate on that. He's, it's almost an adjective. Like, you don't want to be like Hainsworth, do you? <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> it's, it's nothing. Like, Jadavion Clowney was kind of that guy, and he's resurrected himself. Like, he went from a first round, first pick turd. Chase Young. Good player. Like, there's – yeah, Chase Young is the Chase second. Chase Young, they're talking like, about sitting him in the game because his yeah. effort was horrific. In horrific. The he was walking on the field, dog. And he played with Bosa at Ohio State. I don't know how Bosa can't slap him on his fucking – bitch ass chin he's like hey motherfucker that's not the way we do shit here get moving so i i think that i don't know where i sit on that like you get all this money and all this like fame and flexibility as a first rounder but if you bust this the world's a fucking ruthless place dog like I, I don't know. I don't know where where how do you guys feel about what I just said how do you feel about that nah that's a hell of a, a point I mean like obviously like I don't want to bust. So like it pause. So if, if, if I'm going to be a first rounder, if I'm going to be a first rounder, and you say I'm a bust, then that mean I failed. That I mean I, not in this situation. Not in this situation. But like, no, I much rather be the guy that, that grinded and actually had a career. And like, basically it, what you're saying is it's an overachiever and an underachiever. That's basically what we're saying. The standard and the bar was set differently for both. For a first rounder, the bar is set extremely high. Right. And for an undrafted person, your bar is set pretty damn low. So Whoa. one could argue from the outside looking in that they might think that it's easier to hop that lower bar, but that's not necessarily true because also I know this just from talking to guys, talking to you, talking to guys who's in the league, when you're undrafted or even a super late round drafted guy, you don't get a lot of opportunities either. Like when it comes to camp and shit like that, like you got to maximize every fucking rep or you're cut. Like gone. every rep has to be great. You might, you might get three fucking reps in practice, and if you fuck them up, you're gone. Whereas the starter gets thirty, yep. and he could fuck up ten of them, and they're like, "Oh well, we got to develop him." Right. So, like, it's one of the reasons I love the equal opportunity coaches so much. You know, it's, it's like some of the coaches I played for, like Mangini was, if he drafted you, you're playing. But Herm, when I was a rookie, was like, "I don't give a shit where you were drafted. I want the best guy on the field." Right. So it. You know, uh, it, there's a lot that goes into this, man. It, and it's a very, uh, it's a very, you know, it's a very contentious subject because people put a lot into the draft picks, but I don't think they realize how much the entire, from the last priority free agent to the first pick you had in the draft, that entire class and group 
there's so many great players that come out of the late round draft picks and undrafted free agents that just come out of nowhere. Like, for example, I'm working with Mustafa Johnson at 9 a.m., okay? Mustafa played three technique at CU back in the day, was all big, all Pac-12 twice. COVID hit, he came out, went to the NFL, something didn't work, came back, had to sit because of the NCAA, like all these, I don't fucking know what happened, but, you know, and like missed his window kind of and went to Canada, just won a Grey Cup up in Canada. Well, we're talking about like he worked out for the Broncos and they're like, oh, you're too small, yada, yada. And the, the you know, the fucking, the the grind continues, right, Schmitty? It's what it is. Yeah. But like I'm talking to him about it and I'm like, yo, Cameron Wake. I'm like, go home and Google Cameron Wake. Go home and Google Alex Singleton. Like Cameron Wake played nine years in fucking Canada or some shit before he got his opportunity in the league. And then went and played like another 10 in the league for the Dolphins and shit and balled the fuck out. Number 91, big old fucking, you know, monster coming off the edge. Animal. And Alex Singleton, you know, got cut so many times, went to Canada, was back-to-back fucking defensive player of the year, got a $20 million contract with the Broncos. You know, like it sideline to sideline guys. So it, this is a grunt game where you can really earn it, but the, the fans need to understand that the, the, the ability to identify talent, whether they're in Canada, whether they're in Antarctica, whether they're fucking playing in the UFL, the, the USFL, the XFL, the fucking CFL, the European league, the goddamn, if they're playing at the teacher school for the deaf, dumb and blind, or if they're playing and fucking have it, I, you got to be able to like really identify talent and yes, it, it comes on film and yes, it comes on, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the gridiron when it comes to testing and things of that nature. But man, when you get guys into camp and you, eye test this as a coach and he's whipping everyone's ass, I don't really give a shit where he's from, what round he went in in none of that. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. If, I don't give a fuck. Look, as long as he can ball and I'm watching it, well, that kid is better than the other kid. That's the beauty of football is so, I don't know, man. I think the draft is so fucking overhyped that it puts undue pressure on a lot of these cats. And, bro, there's so many dudes that are overdrafted. And then they're they're not really first or second or third round picks and they get overdrafted and they just can't live up to that billing. And then there's a lot of cats that are underdrafted. And you're like, holy shit, where did – like, where did Tank go? Tank went in the fifth round, right? Uh, Something like that, right? Not sure. I think maybe. You go late. He went late. Well, I know he went late. I know that. So, like, Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown's crazy ass went in the fifth Tank round. Tank second round. Oh, second round. Okay, well, fuck me. Never mind. All right, but Antonio Brown was a fifth rounder. Like, the Tom Brady, the best quarterback ever, has went 199. Mr. Irrelevant starting in the Super Bowl. Come on now. So, I mean, bro. The NFL will find you, man. It's like if you can play, more you can players. We we were in a hot streak. Eric Williams, D two. Larry Allen, D two. These yeah, are guys that were just Larry dog. Yeah, like this is like they'll find you um, if if there are. Let's move on, Matt, to uh, Ben Johnson staying in Detroit as the OC, turning down all his suitors, uh, which was Seattle and Washington. Like the move, don't like the move, like it, love it. Where you at? You know, I can't say that I'm mad at the guy. You know, he, he knows that he's sitting in, sitting pretty with Detroit. That's unfinished business. Dan Campbell's got his fucking troops thinking correct. 
you know, like the Game of Thrones style and the, <laughs> the Lannisters just tried to go get a Stark. And he was like, nah, dog, you ain't getting, I ain't going south. I'm staying up here in the north. We're going to whip that ass. So I think that also he may know that Andy Reid's going to retire after they win the Super Bowl and he might be the front runner for the chief job. Just saying. Let me, uh, let me give you my take. <laughs> just saying. That's that. Just saying. Yeah. Belichick's there too. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Now, Belichick ain't getting that job. But I'll tell you this. Andy Reid walks, Ben Johnson's going to be the next Chiefs coach. Fucking tag that. And if Andy Reid does walk, why are you leaving, dog? Yeah, that's my thing. That's why, Man, I, I, that's why I, don't, I don't think he's leaving. He can't leave. Fire, dog. That shit's draining, bro. He's in the midst, he's in the midst of a dynasty. That's crazy. It don't matter. He's what else can he do, Smitty? Win eight win more? more? He want to win more, motherfucker, and, and be the GOAT, and be the yeah. clear GOAT. He has, he has the opportunity to get six some rings. Like, when, yeah. when Brady's got seven and Bill's got six. Six. Well, then everybody's chasing seven and six, period. Just like in, in the NBA, people are chasing Jordan's six rings. Yeah. Even though Bill Russell's got 11, everyone chases the six. Everyone. Everyone. Even guys that played before Jordan were chasing the six. Magic and Larry. <laughs> they knew. They knew. And they were like, well, they couldn't get to six. Like, what? Well, Jordan came after them. Wow. So, like, it's it's everyone's chasing great. I was watching, I was watching um, him after the game, just little things, watching things that I do, look at little things. He looks exhausted mentally. He didn't lose weight. And let's be honest, like, everyone's saying, oh, he looks better. He looks lost weight. That isn't weight from the treadmill, that's called stress. Like, let's be clear. There's a huge difference than him working out and stress loss. There is a stress Do we know on that, him. Though? Do we, can we confirm that? Yeah, I know it. He's got issues. Like, he wants to probably be at home. He's had a lot of kids. You know, I, I just think that this – I wouldn't be mad if he walks away. Would you be mad if he walks away? I bet you $20 that he won't well, retire. He's going to be mad at the cat if he walks, but I, I – uh... I'm mad if Bill uh, retired after the third ring. You know, be like, ah, well, this is too difficult. What? <laughs> I'm stressed out. Fuck it. What? You're going to leave three rings on the table? Situation. Nah. I, I don't see Andy leaving, but if he does, then more power to him, bro. But I bet here's, you. Here's a, uh, I got some insight. Yeah, buddy sent me an insight on Andy Reid. Take a listen. Darius. Um, I personally don't care what Kadarius does. I feel like we're a better team without his. Um, Brick ass hands, as Patty um, AI. put it. Um, this isn't true. If anything, I, we should have put Pat and the rest of the team on the injury report because of how much Kadarius has hurt them. Hopefully, Kadarius doesn't this isn't real, himself guys. by showing up next Sunday. There's no, that's man, not real. Shut up, man. I'm not going to push the, the AI narrative, dog. No way. That ain't AI. That's a voiceover. Well, whatever the fuck it is, it ain't him. And hey, some, some motherfucker so out going, there. Going yeah, towards the Kadarius Tony thing. Kadarius Tony, <laughs> bird or not? What's going on there? I mean, he's, a, he's a fucking turd, but he also helped them win a ring last year. So is he going to play in the Super Bowl? Yes, he's going to play. Yes, they're trying to send a message that he needs to fucking study and probably do his job. He's probably got a little bit of like, 
you remember Tavon Austin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, West Virginia? Is that West Virginia? West Virginia, Tavon Austin, and then the uh, Percy Harvin. Mm-hmm. Like, great players that oh. are, like, kind of in the same mold as Tony, but just on the field, they're incredibly electric when they're not fucking up. Like, but they're dumber than Box of Rocks. Like, Shake the Rocks, dumb. But Kadarius Tony's just probably – he's like the Forrest Gump of the Chiefs. I'm not a very smart man, but I know what football is. So, you know, if he wants to keep fucking up and hurting the team, they're going to bench him. And he got benched because of injury and shit. But last week he was healthy and didn't get to play. So we'll see what he what the Super Bowl brings. But he's – last year he helped them get a ring. This is a wake-up call from Andy to Kadarius saying, real, bro, we need you to, like, act like an adult and do your fucking job, not just – go out there and play football. Like eventually point in case because he was off sides this year by a foot and a half, they lost a football game. So I don't know how many times I've heard the coach say, you're not worth 15 yards. You're not worth five yards. You're not worth the, if you fuck up and we lose, you're not worth the, the W or the L, you know, we can replace you. So that this is just another circumstance of Andy Reed swinging a big stick. I, I want to go back to Ben Johnson real quick and your take on the Chiefs, he can go be the Chiefs head coach. I don't mind it. I think he's a great offensive guy. He's never been a head coach, though, so I kind of worry about that. But here's my take on this. There's 32 of these jobs in the world, 32 of them. They're not easy. And you and I know, Big Matt, this is a very, very tightly knitted good old boy network. Do you fear that if you don't take one of these gigs, though, you get left out in the next go-around? Um it is very, very hard. It would be very, very hard to turn down something that there's only 32 of in the world for me, um, especially if they're suiting you and they're coming after you and they want you. I don't know if they're going to want you again the second round, uh, go around. And uh, I, I think this is a big-time decision. I like that he stands on business, but I don't know if I would have turned down a head job, uh, especially that Seattle job with that offensive weaponry they have. I think he would have been a great fit there. But I'm glad he's staying, and hopefully they can finish and get back to a title game in Detroit and uh, the 313 repping Eminem having uh, Motown doing Detroit. Um, all right, Matt, let's one couple other things here before you get out of here. Uh, Amber, bro. Yeah, I am. There's yeah, me, uh, me and JB hung out a couple hours ago. We just got back. With Steve Kim to a legendary yeah. place, Mark Fleming, couple guy NFL legends, yeah, and, and, it, and it was uh, a late night, late night, Matt. I'm just getting home, Matt. What What did you just say? I don't know. The restaurant called Field. Tell me the name, JB. Trainees. No, oh, I trainees. thought you said it was a night full of trainees. No, no training. We would what never. What's going on with you, bro? You know, come on. You why would? But why would you even? Why would you even? You know, good. You know, no, 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 fuck, no, fuck that, no, fuck that. You know, good and damn well, me and JB. Come on now. You said I had a night full of trainees. I said with the field train tra- trainees. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Field trainees, Italian spot, legend, yeah, legend in LA. I would like to go there and eat some Italian. Everybody food. pull ups there. Everybody, Sanchez, Muhammad Ali, DJB. Go eat some Italian food. What's wrong with you? I had a damn homemade banana cream pie with chocolate syrup. JB cussed out the waitress. We got, so we had steak, ribeye. We had, we had chicken parmesan. 
Yeah, fucking mascot shots. Why would he cuss out the waitress? He ain't, he, ain't, he, ain't, he, ain't, he ain't cuss her out. He ain't cuss her out. It just a little, it was a minor um, disagreement yeah, with the bill. Binder, you dined her. You bill took her off, Put your hand down her pants. Uh, she couldn't figure out the, the bill, and it was a big old. And yeah, I didn't yeah. want. I didn't want other people at the table to have to pay for a bill that wasn't theirs. I already overpaid. I was I was okay with it. The owner is a lifelong friend of mine, but I was like, I don't want guys to pay two hundred fifty dollars a piece that only got forty dollars worth of shit. And that's what she didn't grasp. She had a hard night. She started crying, broke oh, down. Um, anyway, when you make a woman cry, you are the absolute devil. Oh, so I had to stay and talk to the owner. Yep. Yep. You fucking so, jerk. You yep. goddamn. And and. I mean, shit. She's like, she's crying already. That, that's that's usually the how it starts. Yep. Man, we all got quiet. We didn't really know what to do or say. <laughs> Steve was over there so stressed out, like leaning on his hand, shaking his head. Because Steve goes here all the time, so he didn't understand. Like she walks off and he's like, this dumb fucking bitch. How does she not understand this? What the fuck is wrong with this idiot? Latrell, you're right. Long Beach, my fault. I know y'all take that real serious out here. Long, it's in Long Beach, not LA. I'm sorry. Yeah, I used to take my whole team at Cabrillo there. He fed our whole team every Friday before our games. Yeah, go to this place. This sounds fantastic. It's legendary. All legends go there. Um, yeah, we were in the back of the kitchen. Like, I actually fixed my own meal. So I went back to the back of the kitchen. Looking back in the kitchen, got to see how things are done and legendary signatures on walls from Mike Tyson to John Wooden and you know, um, sure. all right, Matt, I got to ask you, Jason Kelsey says he may not retire now that his brother is going back to a Super Bowl. He may be coming back because of that. And he doesn't know if he is going to retire. And that's why we said on the show, like, did he retire officially? I don't believe he has. And he definitely has a turn in his papers. So I believe he's coming back, Matt. Uh, hell yeah. Hell no. Nah, Jason Kelsey returns in 24. Uh, I say hell, yeah. I think he does come back. I say hell, no. He just going. He's having a little, you know, in the moment. You know, the family's cheering on his brother. He's seeing his brother be happy, so he's just kind of having one of those moments. But this too shall pass, and he'll he'll go back to doing what he want, what he said he was going to do. He's, uh, he's, he's coming, coming back. back. Uh, it's hard to walk away from that shit. All right, Matt. Let's break down this this Tucker Kelsey Mahomes drama. Um. Break it down, break it down. Mahomes looks about as good as I do right now. Um, He's a quarterback. That's fine. Most quarterbacks look quarterback. like that. You are such a of this guy. Yeah, Brady, Payton, everybody looks like that, bro. Who cares? All right, Matt. What is your take on the Tucker-Kelsey kicking pregame issue? Here's what he had to Yo, say. For those that don't know, the way it works is each team's kicker uh, goes to the other team's uh, designated warm-up area on the field. And for me, it's usually about 90 minutes before kickoff. So um, I've been doing the exact same thing for 12 years. Never really had a problem with anybody. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, that's just that's just kind of the way, the way we've always done it, and the way uh, kickers around the league have always done it. Um, you know, and I, I saw Patrick there trying to warm up and get some drop back. So uh, he asked me while I was on the ground stretching, like if I could move my helmet. So I happily got up and I moved my helmet out of the way. At least I thought it was enough out of the way. Um, and then uh, Travis comes over and he just kicks my stuff and he throws my helmet. And I just thought it was all just some gamesmanship. Um, you know. What did you say? It's just the softest shit I've ever heard. We're complaining about somebody kicking your helmet out of the way in the AFC title game. We're not all fucking friends. 
I bet you he went to Texas too. So if I do this, the whole world's over because no Texas people can handle horns down. So I just, dude, this is a controversy. Move your fucking helmet, homie. And if you don't like it, we can fight, kicker. Otherwise, get fucked with your feelings. Who gives a shit? Like, are you serious with this? Oh, I did. I had to move my helmet six inches and they kicked it out of the way. And I've never done it like that in my 13, 14 years of doing this. We always do it the same and they do it different. And uh, <laughs> shut the fuck up. I got a fan tucker on this one. I think one, the journal reporters asked him a question Hey, what happened? He's literally just explaining what happened. Oh, well, just because you're explaining what happened doesn't mean I'm complaining about some shit. You ask me a question, I'm giving you the answer of what happened. I'm giving you information. No, number one. Number two, Justin Tucker might be the greatest kicker of all time. Put some respect in your fucking voice when you yeah. talk about Justin Tucker. We don't respect all kickers, but we respect Justin Tucker. That yeah. motherfucker will kick a field goal from, from, your, from your, your office right now. He'll make it in fucking M&T Bank Stadium. That's a legend right now you're talking about. It's him and his fucking Vinatieri. That's what it is, What's number two. Number three, Mahomes and Cousin would be in some assholes. Pick, go, go do that shit. Go do that shit to some old linemen and some D line. Go do it. No, no, go do that shit to Matt McChesney. Go, no, no, go, no, go, go, go throw Matt McChesney's helmet. Go throw Matt, go kick your helmet. I bet they won't. It's easy to bully the fucking kicker. That's some soft ass shit. It's easy to bully them. Bully me. I bet they ain't happening to me because I'm putting hands on them. You're bullying somebody who you know ain't gonna do shit back to you. That's soft. That's soft. Matt, rebuttal, Matt. Um. Okay. So, uh, first of all, the the skilled guys work out in a totally different place in a totally different time than all the big guys. Big guys don't leave their helmets on the fucking on the field just sitting there. Kickers and skill players do. So let's be real. This is a bunch of soft ass skill players and kickers arguing. That's number one. Number two, this is the AFC title game. I don't give a fuck about nice and cordial and Justin Tucker, what he's done in the past. Therefore, he can't be criticized for this stupid-ass take, regardless of who asked him the question or not. I mean, look, man, if greatness somehow keeps you from being criticized or we can't have a conversation about it because Justin Tucker's great, okay, I guess that's the answer to your question. And, you know... To be completely honest with you, um, when you say, like, they wouldn't do this to me, name an offensive or defensive lineman that puts his fucking helmet down on the fucking field and then goes and warms up. Of course in they the, wouldn't. In the event that you took your helmet off to fix your hair or some weird shit, and Mahomes or Travis Kelsey kicked Matt Machesi's helmet. I the Matt that I've gotten to learn from this show, it, 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 it's gonna be an issue. But they know Justin Tucker ain't doing shit. So when you know the person who you're dealing with ain't gonna really do shit, it's easy to like be a bully to them. And well, I guess them. Baltimore's team and Justin Tucker should man the fuck up and do something. Then I agree, they should have. All right, so then I guess. It was pre. It was pregame. Roquan them don't even know, but you know it's pregame. You know how it is. This is my fucking point. None of the big guys are even out there. So how can you? What are you talking about? If someone kicks your helmet, do something about it. Just because you're a kicker doesn't mean you're a bitch. Yeah, there's been some kickers that have been put their head in there. Do something like if Pat McAfee's fucking helmets get kicked, maybe he says something. McAfee's different breed. He played for the coach. It's a different breed. He fucking gets angry after the fact. I'm I mean, again, like, 
I didn't. I didn't realize. All, all I all I look at when I see it because I didn't think it was so minute. Fucking ball bag, by the way. <laughs> How's that fucking sound, bitch ass motherfuckers? There ain't no competition here. What are we talking about? I, kickers I looked at it. I, the only thing that irked me in this minute situation was be real that, jb because we dm'd when this happened so keep it 100 I, that's of course i am it's always Mahomes and kelsey getting some type of favor like these motherfuckers always bitch about something it's just always enabled the enabledness from them it just bothers me i, I guess think baltimore maybe should have played better and then this would be. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, but how is uh, that a 2020? That shit happened pregame. Hey, it's funny, well, Matt. Yeah, they should have fucking maybe used that as motivation to play better. Hey, it's <laughs> funny, Matt, that as soon as it happened, everybody on Twitter is like, I'm taking Baltimore. I'm taking Baltimore. <laughs> and no one, and absolutely nobody responded to it whatsoever. So, and it could have just been what Schmitty said that no one saw it because, again, it happened fucking. An hour and 15 minutes before the game when all the pencil necks are on the fucking field. So, again, I wouldn't expect them to do anything. Just like all the people in the comments, you're probably all skill players. So, yeah, Schmitty, it probably would be a lot different if we were on the field because skill players and, and specialists are just soft, bro. That's They don't want any smoke. They want to talk. Backhand, Chicago style. Zay Flower style. Super tough. the fuck is this whoa the fuck is that that's another mahomes conspiracy that they don't want to tackle him mahomes conspiracy why doesn't he just go tackle him he he didn't tackle him that's why we're saying it's another conspiracy why doesn't this motherfucker get tackled ever have you noticed i mean what no, I, no, no, nobody, just, nobody ever hits my home. Nah, nobody ever hits. No, I don't know what you want me to say. I'm not the fucking DB. I wouldn't be avoiding this. I can't kill his ass. Baby, play it one more time, baby. Play it one more time for the beginning. <laughs> what are you doing? Watch the replay, JB. When you do, when you do the, watch this. Watch this. The, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is like potable, bro. This is, I don't want this guy on my, I had never seen this. JB, the rep was ready to throw the flag too if he hit him. He was, hey, you've never the, seen that, Matt? I got like 20 of those. I got like 20 of those with Mahomes. Make a real, make a real. I haven't seen that one. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Have you seen this one? Oh, JB. JB always like breaking this shit. I, I don't, I, it, it's eventually you're going to like send me a really fucked up picture. Whoa. Oh, damn. Yeah, a man tackled a woman, bro. Well, is it transgender oh. rugby? You can't say the word, man. Uh, you say we're we're canceled. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Hey, guys, at 8 a.m. on Wednesday, on uh, Humpback hum- Wednesday. You can't say that? Hold on. Why you turn your head like that, Smitty? I can't answer. I can't ask a question. No, you can't say that word because you know they say you can't say the word. So we call that word, man, on this show. I ain't gonna say it again. Hey, hey, Matt said what word? What word? <laughs> I ain't gonna say it again. Hey, we say made up human, Matt. We call it made up human. Okay, fine. Is it made up human game? Where no, it was all women and a made up human snuck in there and well, tackled that's what the I'm So it's all chicks and a dude with a dick. Yeah, I would have fucking choked them. So we started the show off. Well, I'm glad that I'm glad he body slammed some female. I'm sure he feels great about himself. Fucking cow. exactly. Um, it's fucking unbelievable. But I gotta ask you, 
is there a reason for this being pushed? Because I don't know if you saw the great, the great Steph Curry is going to have a three-point fucking face-off with a girl. Well, that's the it's for All Star Weekend, though. I don't care about that. That's the All Star Game. This is some hunt. Sabrina Ionescu, she's a fucking Hooper. Kobe was like a mentor to her. Like she loves yeah, Kobe. Like respect, bro. Yeah, so respect Sabrina. We're not slandering Sabrina on this fucking show. I'm not letting that happen. Bro. Yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not, I also agree with Smitty. I'm I shut not, this whole shit down, man. I should. I I can end the stream right now. I got that power on my end. I can yeah, end I'm this not, whole I'm fucking not stream right now. That shit. No. Yeah, bro. I you got to shut the fuck out. Playing the WNBA, and she's not trying to play in the NBA. Yeah, bro. It's a fucking All Star event, bro. It's an all-star game, fucking media ploy. Yeah. Both of them are great players. Yeah. High fives, kiss yeah. babies, shoot some three-pointers, get off the court. I don't think I don't even think it's relevant. See, no. JB just be trying to find Jay, I, I'm he's, like JB's a fucking troll, dog. JB scrolls through Twitter and finds topics and he thinks of like what's what's the most negative thing it's I can like, think it's of like from this topic? The leader's carrying Patrick Mahomes right now. He always he, he always, always like crashed my car when he I leaves fall. negative, I lean positive. You know, it's like five, yeah, five years Mahomes. you're gonna come back to me and go, man, JB. Yeah, okay. In five years you're gonna in five years you're gonna be like, fuck JB, we should not have let that man beat that woman in three point contest like we did. It's a bad look. Watch five years. We'll just be we'll be this time we'll be in person, Matt. We'll have a big show, we'll be lot make a lot of money, and you'll come in and say, Fuck, you're right, man. Now all these girls think they can play with boys in sports. <laughs> not in not in fucking football. Smitty will be like hard right in. Smitty's gonna just like spit dip tobacco. Smitty's gonna be a totally different dude. Uh, See, pe- people people mistake my my kindness for weakness. They think because I I lean positive, that means I'm soft. They they think people who always lean on the negative and and lean like mad all the time means that they they, they can just beat everybody ass. I know a lot of motherfuckers who walk around mad all day that can't fucking hit a fucking anything. They they, they can't. I know a lot of motherfuckers who walk. I had teammates. They shut your soft ass up. Stop, stop the shout them. Like that's all, all that little shit you see in front of you, that don't that don't that don't make you a man if you if you're too if you walk around tough, you walk around nice. At the end of the day, when we see each other face to face, let's let's see how that how that plays out. That's what, that, what that's makes, what I want to see. <laughs> what makes a man, Mr. Lebowski? Is it knowing to do what's right when the time comes? Yep, that and a pair of testicles. So I gotta go. Peace. All right, then, big Matt Machez. That's how you drop a mic right there. Eminem, Matt Machezzi, man. And listen, y'all, chat, we appreciate y'all, man. It's been a hell of a show. <laughs> um, oh, new man. segment starting tomorrow. New guest segment. Drunk by the turn. We uh, we brought him in. Smitty didn't know if he was black, if he was white, because his name is Achilles. Great young golf Big time live golf, uh, covers golf, big time content creator for in the golf world. He will be at all the live events, live covering the events. He's going to be our live golf every Thursday spot. And that's when the live starts because live plays Thursday, Friday, Saturdays. Okay. He's going to come on right out the gate and give us a breakdown on each live event. And this week, starting in Mexico, he will be on tomorrow and then he'll be on next week during the Super Bowl week because they're in Vegas. Live golf's in Vegas. So I know Joe Accord and a few golfing fanatics will like that bit and we'll break down some live golf versus PGA golf. PGA just signed a 
with the U.S. group finalized a three billion dollar deal this morning. This morning, so the uh, PGA and the U.S. Golf Group finalized a three billion dollar deal this morning. So we're gonna dive into golf a little bit on Thursdays because that's when the Live and the PGA both start their rounds on Thursday. So Smitty just swung a baseball, but anyway. Um, Coach McDonald interviewed a second time for the Seattle Seahawks this morning, Smitty, the the defensive coordinator for the Ravens. Um, Do you go back to defensive-minded coach or do you go with an offensive coach with all that offensive firepower? I don't know if you go with a defensive coach. I don't know if I like it. Pete Carroll's a defensive coach. I already think you've been there. Uh, Vrabel as well as a defensive guy. I think they're waiting for the offensive guy, and that's why I think Ben Johnson, they threw all their fucking hats in one basket, I, and I, they didn't get it. Now do they start over? But they got to get a coach going. They got to get a guy because he's got to hire assistants like Michael Lombardi said yesterday on our show. There's not a lot of assistants left out there. Quality. Right. So do you go to college now? Do you start pulling guys out of college there's going to be interesting times here between the Commanders and the Seahawks. Um, damn, I like I just I've always liked Seahawks because of Pete Carroll. I used to always like the Seahawks back in the day. Dave Craig, mm. you know Warren Moon, mm. just a lot of big time, you know. Sean Alexander. Yeah, Sean Alexander is a great one. Uh, the greatest white, the greatest white receiver of all time. Ooh. This this just a lot of a lot of great Steve Largent, you know what I mean? Um, a lot of things going on. Um uh, a lot of things, Big Smitty. Let's do a little bit of uh I gotta break this down. I gotta ask you. The Lakers lost again last night to the Atlanta Hawks. Uh rumors are out there that the Lakers are trying to go after um the point guard that a lot of people love uh in this league. Murray. No, the guard. Nah, him Not too. More. There's a new one now with the little shitbird. You for Atlanta, right? Yeah, what's his name? The shitbird. What's my guy name? Oh, oh, who's the shitbird? The best player for the Hawks. You talking about Trey Young? Trey Young. He's a shitbird. Yeah, he's a shitbird. Why, why is he? A, why is he a shitbird? I just I know some things, Oklahoma. Um, hey, I feel like you can't make one mistake, motherfucker. You make one mistake in front of JB shitbird. Like damn, like nah. If you, I call if you got you. any evidence that you did anything? Nah, Smitty, there's 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 fuck. We, we all got shit though, JB. We all got shit. Yeah, but we're that's called a slap dick. So slap dick is better than shitbird. Like better, like 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 a. Remember like a, in my in my book, the great hate me now, love me later. There's a chapter in there, and then it's called slap dicks, fuck sticks, and shitbirds. There are three levels of fucking people. There's slap dicks, which you and I are. Everybody is slap dick. I think slap dick by definition, Smitty, is a non-malicious intent with a good character that made a mistake, that fucked around, that did a fucking dumb thing. We all have that. We all do that. Slap dick. In a, in, a, in a non-malicious manner, we do some dumb shit, right? We fuck yeah. around. I say dumb shit fucking around. You say shit. That's a slap dick. We're all slap dick. Then there's fuck sticks. Now, that's a teetering situation, Smitty. That can go either way. That can get You can pull him back to being a slap dick. Or if he goes to shitbird world, he is now damaged goods. 
He is done. Once you're a shitbird, Smitty, there's no return from being a shitbird. You are a shitbird. So at, at fuck stick level, we got to get you back to slapdick status. You're a shitbird, dog. You're a shitbird. And Trey Young, my friends, is a shitbird. Mm. He's a shitbird. I got a lot of friends that coached at Oklahoma when he was there. I've heard a lot of things. Plus, he's done some things in the NBA. We talked about last year on this show before you got on. There's some things he did. He's just he got he got he got a great coach fired. I, I know fact he got a great coach fired. He's a shit bird. But this is player empowerment. Smitty's era. Smitty loves player empowerment. Trey Young uh, a hooper. That's all I know. He's a hooper. I, he, he ain't got well, in trouble. Lakers are now trying to get him. I bet they. Yeah, we should. We fucking need him. Outside threat. Young. Can sell tickets, make the three, make clutch baskets, get to the rim. He's led the team to playoffs a couple times. You know, it's hard to do that. So, when you're so what trade do you like for the Lakers? Like, because the Lakers are horrible right now. They're bad. They're a bad basketball organization. I don't know what's going on. The Clippers are ascending. Clippers are on a, on a run. What do the Lakers do trade-wise? DeAndre Murray, they're, they're talking about him. I don't know if, if he's a huge upgrade over, over, over D'Lo. I don't know. Better defender on the perimeter, but that's it. D'Lo has better scoring numbers, better shooting numbers, and I believe better shooting percentage. D'Lo does. D'Lo's been hot the last couple of weeks, which has kind of made the the talks of him getting traded like a, like a little like ah, like should we do it? Should they not? I don't. I don't see a trade out there that's going to put the Lakers in the championship. And at the end of the Zach day, Levine, Zach Levine, and uh, you know, DeRose. I mean, no, I don't think there's a trade that you, that, that the Lakers can make. Where they keep this current foundation of AD and LeBron being like the the head, I don't see a trade that they can realistically bring in that's going to take the Lakers to the next level and be in the championship. I think we're old, like we're the team is like old and young. We got some young cats who just ain't all that good. Then our old cats are still good, but they're old. LeBron can't do what he do every single night, and 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 he has to pick and choose quarters when to go, when to take it off, when to play defense, when not to play defense. AD's Every fucking game, he's grimacing. He's grabbing his leg. Every game I watch, his motherfucker's grimacing. I'm like, I don't know. Man. Like, you can't, you can't even, you can't even touch Anthony Davis. He gonna, something gonna happen. Um, so I just don't know. If there's a trade out there that's big enough that's gonna really move the needle. I like Dejounte Murray. I like Demar, uh, Demar Derozan. I see him with the Drew League every year. He's a hooper. Uh, Trey Young. He's Compton's finest. Yeah, of course. Of course. Right, let me let me ask you this. He's a real one. He's a real one. The Lakers stay where they are. They're probably not even a. There could be a playing team at best. Yeah. So let's talk team. about another California team, uh, not named the Clippers, the Bay Area Golden State Warriors. They're towards the end of the in the end of the league, end of the division record wise. They're bad. I think they're nineteen and or they won last night. I think they're twenty and twenty five. Um. Embiid got hurt in this game last night twice, rolled his ankle badly, and then he got landed on by Kaminga right on his kneecap, hyperextended it into the ground. I don't know if Embiid's back. Embiid has an issue, Smitty. Embiid, by default rule, has to play 62 games, I believe, or 65 games to get any awards. Score, yeah. He's a scoring leader right now. Averaging over 35 a game. But if he doesn't play, if he misses five more games, he is out. He will not be able to re receive any awards. So I love the rule. I love I love the rule because 
this was the NBA's counter to all the just sitting out and shit. Now players will still do it, but a lot of these players have incentives in their contract where it's like if you win the MVP, you get you know extra two million or whatever the case may be. You know, if you uh scoring leader, you get this. So and players just want this these accolades just for their own legacy. So if, if they're not allowed to get that because they missed too many games, you would think naturally it will lead to players just playing more. Now, of course, you could argue why it's a shame that you even have to do it. I hear you. But at the end of the day, the fact of the matter is the NBA is trying to find solutions to it. They're they're aware of the problem and they're looking for solutions. I'm a solution-based person. And I so I actually like this idea. Players are getting punished now for missing X amount of games, which I, I, I think is great. So uh, but to go uh, to State Point, go State, they need to trade all the old heads. Who do you who do you trade though? Like who's only, person, only person who's safe is Steph. Who's gonna take on Clay Thompson? Who's gonna take on Draymond Green, who slapped AD in the face the other day again? Uh, and then he's still talking shit. He's just he, dog. The stripes don't change on a motherfucking tiger. It is what it is. Draymond is a shit bird. He's he's what we call a fake ass good boy. He sounds great on his podcast. He's a re, he he resents things and he's always gonna say the right thing on his show. But that's who you what you say you do you this is who you are you are what you do not what you say you do draymond green is the epitome of that definition you are what you do not what you say you do Mm. he says 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 and does the complete opposite every fucking day and at what point do you say you're a shit bird you're a fake ass good boy shit bird draymond green and i would be getting rid of him number one he's not helping your team no more not this this roster is not good enough for him to be that impactful, yeah. Role playing, you know, pivot guy that does so many things. He's just not that guy anymore on this roster. That roster is just over the hill. Clay has a I think an expiring contract that's a lot, a lot of money. He's since his injuries. Look, I I love Clay. I thought he was really really good. I I I was really he was neck and neck with Steph to me because he played the probably the best perimeter defender in the NBA for a couple years there, and then he was a guy that just got hot was right there with Steph when he got hot. Like this motherfucker gets hot. It's like Steph. He's not as flashy as Steph. Ne- never been that guy, but defensively, big time threes and big time games. We saw what he did against Oklahoma City Thunder in that game to come back and bring him back six seven yeah. threes in a row, like. He's a great player, but I think if you could get rid of him, you got to get rid of him now. You got like, to. You got if you to. Can if you can. He's really been. A, it's a, it's a kind of unfortunate. It's unfortunate because like we love. I still love Clay, but it just he knows like he he tore his Achilles and his ACL in back to back seasons. I mean, he's a shell of himself. Let's be honest. It is what it is. So he, he's a shell of himself. And the problem is Steph is still. He still like that. Steph is still hooping. So it's like Steph. He's showing all his frustration every time they lose. You just see the frustration. But he's not the type of guy who's gonna go to the front office and like, hey, remove these guys. These are his brothers. We came here with. And, and you gotta get rid of fucking CP two, dog. I know he's just a way he's just said a waste of money every year though. Like this guy's how many weeks has he missed now? How many games? I don't know. I forgot he's on the team. <laughs> you didn't even know he was on the team, Smitty. This is a guy <laughs> who you forget about every single year. We forget about CP2. So no. bipolar Eddie's in the chat. Um, so look. You got to remember, like, this guy's a no-show when it gets around this time, right? Every year. Like, get out of there. Dead weight. Bury him. Get out out of that contract. I don't know why they took that contract. I said this was the bad contract. This was huge. 
CP2 to the Golden State Warriors, to me, I thought was the worst deal of the year. I was like, what the nah, fuck? Nah, it was because Jordan Poole is ass. He ain't doing shit this year. So, like, I don't, I don't really think. Look at the organization. Look at the roster. No, but he, that's what I'm saying. He, fuck the organization. He, I know some players who hoop on bad teams. They might lose, but at least you got yours. He ain't even getting his. So, I can't really say it was a bad, you know, CP, CP3 was decent when he was playing. He was okay. You know, he didn't. He wasn't wowing you, but he was, you know, making good just good decisions. Just a veteran. He's savvy. That's the thing about Chris Paul, being a veteran. He's a smart guy. His stats might not wow you or show you that he did a lot, but if you watch the game, it'd be little certain, like little shit he does. You're like, okay, that was, you know, that, that's necessary. He's still better than Jordan Poole. So I can't say that. You don't have to apologize. You're bipolar. I'm not apologizing by calling you bipolar. You are bipolar. And anytime you want to talk about basketball, let's talk. I will kill you in basketball talk too. Shut up, Eddie. Go get on Boost Mobile and talk about the Cowboys. Shut the fuck up, um, Smitty. Memo. Um, all right, let's. This is blasphemous. We got to get it right out the gate. Stephen A's word. Bailey, show what Jason Kidd said, man. He's better than Dirk. He's in the atmosphere of MJ. The best to ever do it. LeBron, Kobe. This is Jason Kidd on Luka Doncic via 97.1. Jason. Jason. He said it because I heard Jason say it on the radio. So I know this is real. He said it. Let me take a moment of silence for rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Um, Teeth in the peace of Kobe Bryant, Gigi, all the family, Kobe Bryant, greatest basketball player of all time. Please rest in peace. Do not turn over um, in your grave, uh, respectively. After hearing what Jason Kidd, who you played in the Olympics with, said and had to say, I don't know where he got this disrespect from, Kobe. I don't know why he thought he should slap you in the face like that after you've left planet Earth. But he has clearly lost his mind. Again, another Northern California native who just don't get it. Another fog town Bay Area person who I had to guard in high school in the state title game when he was at Alameda High and I was at Artesia. Having said that, Jason Kidd has lost his fucking mind. Please disrespect no one ever again as you have disrespected Kobe Bryant, Jason Kidd. If I see you, Jason Kidd, I will slap the fuck out shit out of you. In your name, Jesus' name, amen. Um... Now, I'm not even talking about Michael Jordan. I don't even want to get into Michael Jordan, and I don't even know how you can just jump to a Dirk. Dirk. He ain't better than Dirk right now. I don't. I just. Dirk got you a ring, Jason. You forgot? You forgot how amazing Dirk was in that playoff run, especially in that final? Jason Kidd, not Jason Brown. Yeah, Jason Kidd. Yeah, Yeah, he got you a ring, Jason. I got to call him Jason right now because he's tripping. And I love Jason, that's the name. And I, I love Jay Kidd, though. Like, as a player, as a, he a hooper. But right now, what? listen, I know he, he's a coach. You want to boost your player up, build, get, give him confidence. So I think that's what he's really doing. But do that in a different way. Don't bring up Kobe and, and Jordan and not even Dirk. You're, so when you say he's better than Dirk, you're basically saying if Luka retired today and we ranked our all-time greats, you're saying today you're going to put Luka above Dirk. Come on now. I ain't nobody with their right, right mind doing that. Now, if you're saying skill set wise, Luca has the opportunity to surpass him, 
that's a conversation, but he got to get some jury. And he has a long ways to go to say, Dirk played 20 years, y'all, and like, and balled out, and balled out. So, like, I, I think it's in the now. We're living in the now, and we all, you know, this guy's coaching the guy, so he has to fucking say some shit to get Luke over time. See, I would try to be the opposite. I'd be like, you ain't fucking close to Dirk yet. You ain't fucking close to Kobe. I would be using that on his ass because every every time the game gets cut, now he's clutch. Like, this motherfucker's a playoff player. I love him in the playoffs. I think he's got nuts and guts. I think he balls out. Like, he does some crazy shit. I, now, in a league that I don't agree, he was very talented. Now, physical and defensive defensive prowess is out the window. I'm glad Kendrick Perkins on McAfee show yesterday. I happened to catch it while I was cleaning the backyard. I turned on my outside TV and I was watching it. And Kendrick Perkins came out and said, I know why football players call basketball players soft because we are. And he said, I can't stand that we're allowing a 60-piece, a 62-piece, both of those lost, by the way, in Towns and Booker, a 73-piece by Luca and a 70-piece by Embiid, all in the same week. You don't see that. Um, so I really find it disheartening that we don't have a competitiveness to us, that we don't want this guy to score this many points on us. Like, it's a slap in the face. And then Jason Kidd comes out and knows that he played defense in a defensive era he that did. was physical. He knows Luca wouldn't do that shit. I just find it blasphemous. I'm not even trying to diss Luca. I just, I'm just saying he just, he's too young. He has so much career left. Like, I just see how it plays out, you know. 24. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, like, I, I'm, we're not even, I'm not even attacking Luca. It all has nothing to do with Luca. He didn't say it. I'm like, Jay Kidd, like, why you? Like what are you doing? What are you doing? You know too much basketball. You've been around too much. You play against and with these with these cats. Chill out. Don't don't even put that pressure on Luca right now. Like y'all need to figure out how to uh, you know get a top seed and make it to the Western Conference Finals. And like, you got a long ways to go. And I like Luca. I think Luca can be an all time great. I think he will be as long as he stays he stays healthy. The path that he's on statistically, the clutch factor. But so you're you're not putting on any of those guys he mentioned. Hell no, I'm not. Kobe and Jordan and, and, and Dirk right now? Kobe and Jordan shouldn't even been in the – we shouldn't even say it. Damn, I don't know why they even got – I don't know what that is. Uh, now, he ain't from LeBron. But even Dirk, Dirk, Dirk might – Dirk probably top 20. I don't know. I, I have to do my list. Dirk is like that. Like, I don't know why we just threw Dirk out there like he's just some scrub. Like, come on, bro. He tripping. Uh, a lot of issues going on, Big Smitty, in – New York with the Jets. Um, a little report came out today that what I've said over the last few months, and I think it's a shit show there because the offensive coordinator, the Athletics spoke with 30 sources regarding the Jets, and it's not a good look for many, including head coach Robert Sala, who out of fear made a lot of brash decisions. It's a fucking mess, someone quoted. Offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett, clear inability to adjust, frustrated many in the building. The Jets have issues. Um, this is kind of why Sean Payton called out Nathaniel Hackett when he took over the Broncos organization. It is common denominator is Nathaniel Hackett. It may get Sala fired um, eventually because they're going to, they only kept, I believe they kept his job 
because Aaron Rodgers got hurt. I just think if Aaron played and they were like bad, he was fired this year. There's no doubt. He spent too much money. He got a hell of a draft last year. He got four fucking pro bowlers out of the rookie class, uh, second year class. There's no way he has to like almost, I would say like, go to a Super Bowl. We picked I picked them. That's how good I thought their roster was, which I still believe it is with that quarterback. Uh, they just lost that quarterback and that lost the team. And then you have a Nathaniel Hackett. We know AR was running the offense clearly showed when he had to go rehab, <laughs> he couldn't call it. And Nathaniel showed why he was so bad in Denver. It is clear. Yeah. And I think that's a real thing. The problem is though, it's like for whatever reason, Aaron Rodgers loves he loves Nathaniel Hackett. He can control him. Yeah, but it, so Robert's solid hands are kind of tied. Okay, you could say, "Nah, you're the head coach. Fuck it, do do what's best for the team," and then you fire you fire Nathaniel Hackett. But now I feel like you lose Aaron Rodgers, even mentally, even at least. And now he's not going to be there. So it's like, damn, do I have to just bite the bullet on Nathaniel Hackett just so we can? Keep Aaron Rodgers happy, or just say fuck it. I'm gonna do what I think is best as the coach, and either Rod, Aaron Rodgers either he figures he plays or he doesn't. I don't know. Like you need Aaron. Aaron has the leverage. What I've learned in business is I've been, you know, just in the industry and learning and growing, and leverage is everything. And when you have that leverage, you have power, you have control, and Aaron Rodgers has that because they we we've seen this year they literally need Aaron Rodgers. There's no if ands buts about it. They need that man on that field. So you can't really piss him off. So I don't know hey, what some, Robert some, do. Some big ass uh it's a yellow check mark. Um make it a quote on Twitter, 700,000 followers. I follow him now. Um I guess it's called make it a quote, at make it a quote. I guess they do quotes. Um he thinks so. Um they did a quote. They did my quote. Oh, okay. And it's big on Twitter right now. Look, take a look. Uh, you can't get on. <laughs> they made it like legit too. Like he's all. Oh, that's that's their fucking thing. It's got. It's a yellow check. That means it's like a business check. He's got. It's a seven hundred thousand followers. Well, there yeah. it is. I didn't know I said that. Did I? Uh, I don't remember you saying this. When did you say that? That's that fucking short that went. Viral. I know I'm messing with. You. I thought I you know, were I'm, <laughs> I'm surprised that he said that. Uh, that's kind of cool. I'm gonna retweet it and then say that's fact. That video is kind of catching a, a lot of heat still. Traction still kind of catching traction. I think this guy said what Mike what I quoted yesterday too <clears throat> about. I'm gonna start paying for pussy again because. Huh, it's cheaper. It's cheaper to pay for it. it, it yeah, you personally pay more when you. Yeah, I hear you. I remember. I know what you said. Yeah, you know, you know, you know the deal. In the show with some BPS, some white people shit, some black people shit. But before that, Bailey, before that, where is Smitty's AR5 goggles? What do you think about this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, congrats to Gardner. You know, he's a coach, so respect to him. But I will say this, separately from, you know, Gardner, because I saw Baker made it. I saw a few other people made it. Um, the Pro Bowl is a joke now, you know, and it's a shame because all the all the young people today in about 
15, 20 years, when they're our age or whatever, they're going to look back and they're going to debate about the all-time greats and who was good during this era, you know, whatever, whatever. And one of their arguments that they're going to use is Pro Bowls. Oh, this guy, he was an eight-time Pro Bowler, a ten-time Pro Bowler. This guy didn't make it to know. Garner Mitchell made one. Baker made one. And they're not going to have the context of just how they got in, who got in, why they got in. And a lot of these cats are getting in because the actual guys who got voted in just decided not to, not to participate. So you're an alternate. And and not even only that, it just you look at this this season and how quarterback play was overall, it was it, it was down. So you just got cat like Garden Mitchell did a good job filling in filling in the spot for AR. But was he a pro bowl, like star type player this year? No, no. No, but look who, who they're putting guys in because it's such a joke. It's been a joke for a while, Smitty. Used to be after the Super Bowl in Hawaii, a real deal event, a game that the players that earned it should go to. Now you get a guy that goes to the Super Bowl who was selected. Now he can't go, so you put a guy in to cover him up. It's a joke. It's a mockery. It's a joke. I don't understand where Roger Goodell went with that. Um, but it was a uh, it, it was a joke. It's a joke. I posted a video yesterday, Smitty. <clears throat> I said, "Jesus, help us! What the fuck has happened to the men in this world?" Um, <clears throat> so, uh, he he started with Jesus helps us, and then the next line was, yeah. "What the fuck is wrong?" With well, I like my prayer, my prayer kind of was the same way. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you saw the video I posted. I gave it to Bailey. He'll get it in, but it's basically. Oh. Yeah, it's basically I haven't seen anything this bad since since I'll show you since, but take a look. Smitty, they can't hit the hammer on the nail head with the hammer and this is the most unathletic group of biological men that I've ever seen. They're not even close to the hammer. I mean, this guy's four feet from the hammer and the nail hitting each other. This guy's got titties bigger than fucking kneecaps. I don't understand why you can't hit the hammer on the nail head are you that unathletic? They're starting to hit it now. They're starting to hit One it guy now. hit it. Yes, they are. A couple of them did. The guy in the jersey hit it. No, nah, I think the dude with the hat right here hit it uh, his last try on the right side. Boom. Oh, he missed that one. No, he missed. The guy's not even close, dog. This isn't. Ah, he picked it all up. Oh, my God. He missed that so bad. I think the problem is they're, they're cocking back too far. Like you don't need to cock back that far to do it necessarily. Like just kind of. I mean, just it's a joke. Smitty's trying to help. The, oh yeah, the it. there you go. It's kind of it's kind of entertaining. Though. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie to you. I kind of like that. I'm kind of I'm invested now. I want to know how this thing going in. That's it. We've watched it on a loop. Ah oh, damn, Smitty, we've been watching the same thing for fucking eight minutes. I don't know if you realize that. Um. <clears throat> AI. <sighs> All right, Smitty, it's time for brass tax here. <clears throat> All right, let's let's tax the brass. I, I got some entitled woman shit. It's a new segment. Play it. It's called entitled woman shit. 
Play it. There's no way that I'm going to date a man that makes under 200K a year. That don't even make no sense. I'm not trying to struggle. <laughs> I can struggle by myself. Okay? Things to feel too. Why would I want to struggle with a man? So if you're not making 200K, you can't date me. You trying to date me? <laughs> I only date millionaires, baby. Like, you better get it right. Tease and please, Lord, baby Jesus, please help us with the humans in the world. Um, did that woman? I have, I have to. Can we put her up, Bailey, and pause it? Can we put her video up and pause it on her face? I have to see her face one time and pause it. I have an explanation of what I believe she looks like. Um, baby might have got rid of the video. I want to pause right there. Uh, right there. Right there. Smitty's drinking. I don't know if that is a combination. It To me, it looks like a set of balls and an ass crack on a face that I don't understand where the loose eye is going. And it looks like chunk from Goonies. I don't understand how this woman truly thinks she's a catch for a $200,000 making dude. And then says she dates millionaire has to be a troll account it's fake smitty and i are going to go with fake we know it's fake ah, ha ha jokes on you we got you guys um that's what we're going with on on that one um i agree hey uh damn from one, from one <laughs> <clears throat> fucking sick from all the drinking from yeah. one Entitled crazy shit to another. I gotta let you hear this one. Think that it's hard for people to find, you know, they find it hard to accept you. Is that what it is? As a trans, if I was to date a trans and I don't date trans at all, mm -hmm. you would have to do a lot of shit. Like if you want to be a man and a woman, you're gonna be cooking my dinner and you're gonna be digging the fucking holes outside. Like since you want to play both roles, you better fucking be mm -hmm. a good person who can clean the fuck up out the house, and you also better be a good fucking mechanic. You better be the one who goddamn go downstairs and check on shit at night, and you better be the one who decorate the goddamn house with flowers. If you want to take on both roles, you gotta do both jobs. I think you're getting it confused with something. I gotta start putting. I gotta start being more hands on on the weekly, on the daily show, on the rundown. I gotta um, gotta start taking. I gotta I gotta get back to my my night before. Really just going into it. Removing removing links, adding my own links, making sure everything is just detailed and organized in a way and in a manner that I am, uh, you know, that I, that I know will lead us to success. Because right now we've seen three of these, two or three of these, you know, today we've seen one or two of those yesterday. I mean, it's starting to become a daily thing where we're seeing a lot of these, uh, this, this topic, I'll say, I'll just leave it at that, you know, it continues to just, you know, uh, Drown the Coach JB show with Big Smitty. I just, you know, I'm just, I'm kind of cool with it. You know, I'm a calm, cool, collected guy. And I just think it's, uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's interesting to say the least. It's interesting to say the least, man. That's all I'm saying. It's been a very mild mannered show. 
I take Smitty's words with a lot of consideration. I take a lot of what he says as very, uh, very considered that. We, 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 we're going to grow the show. We probably have to stop with the made up human stuff. It's a great content. That glass has been overfilled for hours. It's an unbelievable glass. If you can go on CoachJBStore.com, you can find that mug and get it. It's called the Forever Mug. <laughs> and you can drink from it, and it supplies oxygen to your brain. So, <clears throat> before Smitty got here, you know, the old JB show is <laughs> was much worse than anything we've showed but so i have done i've done better i've gotten better but we do have to clean it up a little bit um but we have a little bit of a wednesday a workbook wednesday that's just smitty and i on so we got a few more things some white people shit some black people shit but we also but anyway going back to that video <laughs> is that real talk or jaw jacking that's all i want to know I don't know what it, I don't think it's real talk or jaw jacket. It's some shit I, I'm just not even getting involved in. Like I'm, I'm not. I'm, a new segment. I'm not dating either one. I ain't. I ain't. I, I wouldn't know. But like that, I'm not even experiencing. How about that. a new segment? We yeah. call it new, new shit. It's yeah, a new, new segment. Shit. New shit. Okay, I like that. What is your favorite meal to cook? Mm, mm, cook? I don't really cook. Like Whoa. I just like. Like. So you don't cook at all for your man? No, like I just. Yeah. That's all I do. I don't really cook. Do you think that that makes up for cooking? Yeah, I feel a lot of so. Yeah, I'd like rather like call Uber Eats for them while I like their like ask oh. any guy right now like um, if they'd rather me their or like cook for them like they'd say like for me to their. So you think if we asked any guy right now if they'd rather you kiss or cook for him, they would all say. Yeah, mm -hmm. I guess they're gonna have to let us know in the comments. <laughs> CoachJBStore.com, you can get the mug that uh, Smitty is drinking from. It has an unlimited amount of liquid in it. Oh, I'm crying today. On a hey, the music in the background, the seriousness of the tone, and for her to say that, and she kept saying it, that's hilarious. I got to actually, like, as much as... Talk or judge, what would you take? Cap? No cap? What would, uh, would you take the cooking or the... I'm not going to lie. Like, I need both. Both of them. <laughs> you got to cook for me, though, man. I'm old school in that sense. Like, I like, I really, I, I, I'm not going to lie to you, man. Like, when my woman, when she, my wife, when she cooks and, like, brings me a plate, it's something about a woman, like, bringing me my plate. I don't know. Call it whatever you want to call it. Like, that shit just, it feels great. Like it just it, that shit. Like that's a, that's my love language. Like bringing me a good hot meal, good as fuck. Like I need my woman to cook. That's just how I grew up. Like the women in my in my family, they cook. My mom throw down, grandma throw down. That's what I'm used to. So I need that. But the, I mean, the shit she's talking about is cool though. Like I, I ain't mad about Uber Eats and Postmates and a little bit. But this this cook ain't that. Like, can you cook two days out the week and then do what you're saying? You can't just never cook. Like I, I need, I need some homemade fucking, you know what I mean? Fried chicken, collard greens, potato salad, cornbread. You know what I mean? Motherfucking taco, homemade tacos is good. So cook a couple of days out the week. God, you can't fix the, You can't brown no meat, sweetie. You can't brown no damn turkey meat. No ground beef. 
I'm gonna make I'm gonna make turkey meat tonight. I make turkey meat pasta. I'm gonna do some type of pasta tonight. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, can't wait. We get in in studio ourselves. We're gonna have a little kitchen. We're gonna have a little kitchen. We do content in there with the kitchen. I'll be cooking. We'll eat. We'll have meetings. Have be cooking in there. Like maybe I think we should. I think I think we should. We're we gonna talk. I think we should really consider going to one of these spots that you and I are connected to. Like when the football season is over and really considering just doing this, bro, and just doing it. Like, I don't know if we even got to pay for a studio initially. I think we have some connections where we could just record at a certain location. Now, only thing is, I don't think it would be live because just it just would be too much to make it live, maybe because of just our distance of where we both have to travel. So, yeah, we, we have- morning, I don't know why you're getting a bar in that morning. Yeah, but we're we gonna need some, we're gonna need a plug. Like, I, I know a couple of owners, I know I. I'm more plugged out here than you probably are, but I know a few owners out here from different spots that'll probably give us two hours to come in. You know what I mean? Eight to ten. JV show, Big Smitty. We do it in person. Got the full three-man camera crew. We have to pre-record it. We drop it every day. But we got to talk to our fans, though, and see what what works for them. Because obviously, they like the live engagement, which, again, I do, too. We just got to find the thing that makes sense so where we, we can give you the best content in person give it to you at a good good time but also make it to where you guys are able to watch it and consider so y'all let us know in the comments send me a dm send jb a dm what y'all like what y'all would be cool with because y'all could have been like in the a fly on the wall last night with me steve kim and jb steve kim in person is next level i'm just let me say i'm just leave it at that in person steve kim is different so i could just i can only imagine how our show would be real talk jaw jacking teach you to like put your head down in a crash and stuff like that is to make because if you crash head first in an airplane not only are you for sure gonna die but just to make sure like if you're in that position your spine would shoot through your fucking head like you would it would it would kill you instantly right so the theory is that they have you get in that position to make sure you die because the lawsuit if you survive a, a commercial plane crash is like dick that's a wild it makes sense to me. I get everything's run by money, dude. The whole the whole operation is all just money. Cap or fact or cap or uh, real talk or jaw jacket. I do know for a fact that's yeah, true. Is true part of it is they do not want to pay insurance. But do you think that fetal position is a is a is a suicide mission? Real real talk. I think it's real talk. It makes sense to me. It makes sense. I mean, nothing in this country will surprise me. This. Boom! Airplane hit. bike just goes through your head. Because <laughs> I've never been that shit. We had a uh, coming in the arena league. Coming back from Hawaii, we had a bad turbulence, and a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a lightning bolt hit our hit our wing, and it killed the power in the airplane. Scary shit I've ever been. I was like, "Fuck!" And people were praying, "Kumbaya" in the aisle. And it lasted maybe 40 seconds, seemed like an hour. And it kicked back on, whoop, and the power came on. We landed safe. Nothing happened. Obviously, I'm here. But I never got in that position, Smitty, as a man other than AE. Eyes, no way getting in the way like that. My hand behind the seat, I just look at it like I want to murder me. Oh, I don't know. I just thought common sense, but I don't think we think commonly anymore. Uh, what do you want your last? What do you want your last thing to be on? Like when you about to pat, when you about to die? Like you know you about to die tomorrow or in, in, in like an hour. What's the last thing you want to happen to you or be doing before you you leave? 
And maybe you can answer that tomorrow. I know I just threw that at you out of nowhere. Hey. Let me some white people shit. We gotta get uh, shit. <laughs> that was a perfect segue with Smitty turning around as we lift it out. Uh, take a listen to this. You have like Baltimore white trash, which is a beautiful blend of white these trash. are the people who wear the the, the camo red, red, yes red, dude camo. oh yeah baby the fucking ravings <laughs> let's fucking go those fucking guys the guys that are like yeah lamar's good but something about flacco that i miss i can't, <laughs> I can't quite put my finger on it but there was something i trusted more about flacco like those fucking guys yeah. traditionally yeah yeah there was something about him just a pocket passer this guy's a fucking running back that we're gonna let him throw the fucking ball like those guys Sounds pretty, pretty familiar. Well, uh, we got BPS. Big uh, Black people shit. Here we go. Oh. Ah. Motherfucker. <laughs> hey, bro. That's some nasty. I've seen this shit. This one you got nasty. mad. You got mad a little bit. Because I don't play around food. I like that's why you asked me that question earlier about the about the woman cooking for me. Food is serious to me. And to do some nasty oh, hold on. You know who's drinking last night, so that almost made me just throw up in my mouth. I can't that's disgusting, bro. We got some I'm, white people shit brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code believe B-L-E-A-V. Here is some white people shit. Are you locked? Oh, hell no. Oh, my mama crashed after that. Bro, what the hell you got going? My dad just went downstairs and I think he's Yeah. You said? Yeah. Oh, it's over. Y'all crazy, bro. White folks crazy. Y'all do anything. I mean, y'all. I are you are you white, mama? What you mean? Y'all, that showed that you the leader of the pack. You the leader. Stop acting like you ain't white, Jimmy. I seen you last yeah, night shit. All right, talking to your dogs last night with some white people. Bad dog, bad doggy, bad doggy. That was I had, well, we had. I just made a girl cry, and I didn't want to fucking here. I, I got to know how to. You got to know how to be a chameleon. You got to be white in certain areas. You have to understand. You have to be white. You know, you got to be white probably in a couple hours. All right, let's listen to this. Take a big BP. Your brother all the time. Oh. <laughs> Well, I need context. Smitty. I need that's context. in a college lecture class at Florida Atlantic. I need context. It's a class in Florida Atlantic. No, and this he, dude, is disrespected he, the teacher, went in the back of the class. Is he homeless? No, he's in class. He goes there. And he started doing this, dog. And then somebody's filming him, of course. I'm sure by design. Like this is this where we are now? Now that's white people shit done by a black person. That's a new segment. White people shit done by BPS. I don't know how to say that or how to use it. We're gonna have to create that. I don't get that, Smitty. I don't get that. I don't get it either. I don't understand what we're doing in society. 
I don't get it. It's all about clicks and likes. The teacher's letting him do this, Bailey said, by the way. Because if not, she faces a issue, as we know, faces an issue in with admin. Because if you discipline him, he can go and tell. And it, it, it's becoming a joke. I, I, I don't. I want to know, Smitty, when classes end, in-person class taking, college, high school, etc. When does it end? I bet that you're going to be virtual here very shortly. I don't think you're going to be able to find teachers to teach these fucked up kids. Your generation. I just don't know. I, I just don't know if it's that bad overall. Like, I, I obviously there's a, there's hand, there's always a handful of like bad people in every single generation in class stuff like that. But I mean, everybody else in that class was sitting down chilling. So I don't think like you know. The, the few slap dicks or whatever you are now what you call it again the worst level um slap dicks. worse yeah the shit bird so i don't think a few shit birds here and there is going to stop teachers from wanting to give back and teach others you know it's, it's stopping a lot it's stopping a lot i hear you i mean i i, I just talked to one of my teachers she's been teaching in my high school for 30 some years just talked to her the other day she helping out with my event and stuff like that so i don't know I, I i don't think i think we blow it out of proportion because we see everything again i think social media is the devil is the devil in some ways and then it's, it's, it's a blessing on the other ways because just you just you see the good and the bad but everything's just right in front of you every single time so it is it's like damn imagine when you were like in the 80s if all the all the gang shit that was going on out here in la and watching all that shit and content was just like on social media. Every like, just just imagine that all the stories that you know personally, you've seen all the stuff that was just on. It was it was Twitter. Oh my god, breaking news! Shootout happens right here. Like, come on now, people be like, oh my god, fucking LA is crazy. Oh my god, but you didn't see it. You heard about it. Your, your storytellers will tell you stories. You might read about it, maybe if you wanted to read. But a lot of shit people don't really know. It's just it's kind of the mystery of it. There's no mystery now because we have these. So everything that happens we see it and now it, it forces us to be to look at everything is so bad so kelsey w have you heard of a fury furry have you heard of a furry furries that identifies animals and the teachers can't do shit about it <laughs> have you heard of these furries no i have not heard about that jb it's a real thing bailey, I, I, I believe her furry bailey can you find a furry this is going on in california's California, and it's going on all over the country. They're dressed up as cats or dogs, and they go to class, and they literally bark and meow, and they wag their tail. That's crazy. Smitty, I'm not lying. Smitty got some Chick-fil-A. That's wild. I, I'm not lying, Big Smitty. That is a true thing. Here's the definition. Furries are people who have an interest in a animal, anthropomorphic animal or animals with human qualities. Oh my god, that's really in school, Big Smitty. That's not a joke. That's in classes right now, and the teachers can't do anything this about. Is, it. This is kind of like um, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that stuff they do on the NPC, they do on TikTok almost. You ever seen Teen Wolf? Yeah, I've seen, I, yeah, I've seen Teen Wolf. I'm sorry, baby. I apologize. I forgot. I'm, li I'm live right now. I'm, li I'm live. I'm live. I'm live. I'm live. I'm sorry. I'm live. 
How'd she almost lose her life? I'm we need context. So, I, you know, we from the hood, so we paranoid. So when we go to sleep, we put the stick. We, we got one of those sticks underneath our door. Make sure motherfuckers can't break in. I usually before our show, like I do a whole routine for our show. Brush my teeth, wipe, you know, wash my face, pray, boom. I go. We we have one of those. Uh uh uh. What's do you call like me? Do I pee like you? Do you pray like me? No, nah, I pray better than you, brother. We have one of the. We have one of those little parking them tandem spots, so I gotta move my car so she ain't behind me or like so do a whole thing. One thing I forgot to do was was remove the stick underneath the door. So just now she just got home from a long night at work, got her scrubs on. She's tired as hell, been dealing with sick ass patients. She's ready to come home, shower, go to sleep. She opens the door, the stick is there. She can't really get in. So the first thing I just heard two minutes ago was what the fuck? That's why I turned to look because I'm like. Oh shit! I forgot. So she was able to maneuver because she got small arms. He moved the stick. So she moved the stick. So you don't think nobody in the hood is gonna be able to get in there? No, for sure. It's not. It's not about they can't get in. It's about like for me, it's like that extra second of just like because the stick gonna hit the ground. Bow. We got wood floors. I'm hearing that. I don't sleep. I don't sleep heavy. So just, all I need is an extra second to get what I need to get, and the rest is gonna be taken care of. <laughs> you got Smitty, I appreciate you doing the show today because we didn't have to. We could have called in sick. We were, we were really intoxicated, loaded, got home late. Yeah, it's, been a, right it's been a low level energy show, but we'll promise we'll be back tomorrow with a real loaded one. We got T Rich, Trent Richardson, who's been sick I under think. the weather. Hopefully he's better. Be back tomorrow. We got Steve Kim to tell the story about the waitress today, uh, last night. We have we're gonna break that down. There's a lot of boxing news that he has. Uh, next week fight uh, in Vegas. I'll be at with Steve Kim. Um, we got loaded lineup, man. Tomorrow, I'm just gonna tell you right now. We also have drunk by the turn new segment on the golf uh, happenings with the live and the PGA. Our main man at Keeley, he'll be dropping in. Uh, so we got a loaded lineup tomorrow. And then Friday, of course, we got a loaded lineup. And uh, we're in the week strong after work boot Wednesday, hump day Wednesday. Got you over with our smooth voices, our smooth, calm voices. Got you through it because we just didn't have a lot of energy today. Smitty hasn't slept. I haven't slept. I'm still loaded. I'm going to still go out now, try to drink some coffee, get a few things done. I really need a nap, but I I can't take a nap. It sucks. Yeah, it's a grind. It's a grind. Really <laughs> can't. I need, a, I need a two hour nap. You mad at me all day? Like, oh, give me, me up all night. So you know, I got to deal with that later. Um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. Hey, man. Appreciate y'all for having our support, having our back. We got two more weeks till Super Bowl is over, man. And I know uh, I'm dead. Uh -oh. with <gasps> break her down. Break her down. Smitty, break her down. No comment. I'm, I'm gonna let you break down. I'm gonna listen to you. <laughs> I let break her down. Why? 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 Why, <laughs> why you can't break her down? <laughs> let's break her down. Let's do it right now. Let's do it right now. Pull it back up. Pull it back up. Pull it back up. Where she at? Where she? Damn. R.I.P. Jazzy Jazz. There she go. All right, man. Cool sister, man. She's a um. She's a what's it called? A nurse's assistant. A CNA. She's a CNA. This guy CNA license not too long ago. You know what I mean? Graduated high school. You know, cool, cool grades. Nothing like, not not genius level. Far from being like slow. Like a smart woman. Works hard. Um, She had, uh no, no kid. I thought she had one kid, but I'm looking at it right now. 
no kids right now. Just got out of a out of a relationship with just went with, with a slap dick. Just didn't work out. He's messing around the street, so she's a single slap dick, right now. Fuck stick or a shitbird? The middle one. What's the middle one again? Fuck stick. She, fuck stick. Yeah. So he has a chance to get better, but right now, just young, immature, whatever. So she figured, hey, I'm an independent black woman. I can do bad by myself. Um, grew up watching sports, so you know she, she's like the only woman. Like I think she got brothers. She's like the only girl. So she was kind of like tomboyish a little bit. Grew up being around the game. Enjoy sports. She's comfortable around jokes and like rough talking things like that. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, that's that's my breakdown for. I think she like Midwest, East Coaster. She grew up. She rough. She get a little rough. She go out and talk shit with fellas. Drink. She probably shoot, take shots at the bar, talking shit about her favorite local team, whatever team at Ravens, Eagles, like she knows football. Like she breaking down, like why the coverage was fucked up. So she knows football, like enough to go in there and bullshit with anybody at the bar. I can see her at the bar on a week, uh, weekly basis, maybe a couple times a night. She could be a binge drinker. Um, Having said that, um, she works out. I think she works out. She probably wears the yoga pants. She goes to the gym, works out. If you look at her crazy, because if she do have like S or anything like that, she's going to cuss you out mm-hmm. because she's in those yoga pants that everyone wears to, to show off but not show off because you can't look at her. So she's probably going to cuss them out right off the gate and still get her workout in. She's not shying away from nothing. She's she going to talk shit. She's leaving. She's, um, I think, Think I'm gonna say she cooks. She cooks. Yeah, no, she can definitely throw down. Yeah, she can, she throw cook. Down. She can get yeah. down. She makes some greens. She makes some real still collard greens. With some grits in the morning. She makes you some grits. Uh, that's, how, that's how she. That's how she will you in. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, she wear you out. Um, and then she wear you out. Yeah, no, I, she, no, she, she, yeah. yeah. But she, but she also, but she also look, look, a little woo hoo. So you got to be careful. You got to. Oh, yeah. she got a little. She got a little Eddie Manyweather in her. You think? Little, 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 no, just a little, little crazy, little, little loco, little crazy. Oh, like just little, little. She might just fuck you up one night. Yeah. So like, if you, if she's super dope, super cool, but as soon as you mess, you fuck her over. Watch out. One eye open. You know what I mean? One eye open like this. So. It is, man. Appreciate you, Alan Lopez, man. We appreciate y'all. We, we, we broke Alan down. Yeah, Alan got the short arm. Yeah, but he be supporting, man. Alan support, got the man. little. Alan got the little. <laughs> we need a hundred more of these right here. We need a hundred more people to send that in 1999. We, we gonna be good to go. We get the studio. So. She drinks for sure. Damn, whole segment for me. There you go, Jazzy. Yeah. I want to know what does she mean by she said it's hump that with no humping. I just don't I don't know what the context around that means, but I guess she said we're 50 50 on it. Hmm. So maybe she has one kid then because that was my gut. My gut was she, she had one, but I tried to fall back. I don't think she has a kid. I don't, I don't think she does. If she does, it's literally one though, but I don't think she does though. Yeah, I, I doubt she has a kid. She she probably like the, the homegirl to a lot of little kids. Mm. No, like that. Javon Young on Twitter on X, he came over. He said, Do you think you could beat me up? I mean, do I think Ooh, I had it right? See, I had it right. Zero kids, zero kids. So, to, I, 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 so, the, right. so the part that was wrong was probably on your side because the 50% that was right was probably me, 50% that was wrong was probably you. Nah, I'm 100 percent right, accurate. I've never missed on any of these. You were absolutely 50% wrong on that. So, okay. well, I, don't know. I guess we'll never know. Uh, 
Great show. Pound the like button today. Uh, go back and watch our video. We got a ton of videos dropping today. Uh, go watch our shorts. Pound the like. Jermaine Johnson made the Pro Bowl. We're going to drop that later on. We got conversations with Michael Lombardi uh, posting today. Go check all that out. Like the content. Hit you up later. We'll be back tomorrow. T Rich Thursday. Loaded lineup tomorrow. We got some more football to show you as well. Getting into the Super Bowl matchups. We're going to show you some film every day. Brock Purdy today. Uh, who knows who tomorrow? We got the film. We got the film. So pound the like button, subscribe. We will see you tomorrow. Big Smitty gotta go get Chick Fil A. Uh, he gotta go sleep. He gotta go. You know, throw up. Probably. Have you ever self-induced vomit? Throw ever gag yourself to throw up? No, I don't, I don't like throwing up. I, I actually avoid it. Like even though I know throwing up, you always feel way better once it's out of you. The feeling of throwing up is horrible, and you're choking, and you can't breathe. So I actually try to avoid it. I'm opposite. Yeah, I don't. I've never self-induced. I think that's you, bitch. That's, you, that's like you, bitch mate. You're, you're a bitch mate cat if you. Had you're this. like a demon if you can do that. Like you. Like I, I, I just. I know, it's a white people shit though. White people shit. I've never seen a brother made make himself throw up or herself throw up. White people shit. I, I this shit is dumb. I don't get it. I don't like it. I've never done it. I won't do it. If I have to throw up, I'll just throw up. I haven't thrown up in some long time. Uh, I'm so immune to drinking so much alcohol intake per day that it doesn't affect me anymore. I can drive to the moon. All this is numb. I told you last night, you don't feel nothing. You can have a throat issue right now and you just don't feel it. I don't know if that's good or bad. Like you just can't feel it. <laughs> his mother chat his what's it, what's it called? Your lyrics, the shit right little too. All your shit right here just numb. You don't feel nothing. So we don't know what's wrong with JB. We don't know if he's healthy, he's unhealthy. You smoke so many cigars every day. It's whole shit just. We don't know. That's what we'll just find out. <laughs> Pound that like though, man. I do got to go, man. Sheldon Day. We are partying together with his company, the Players Company, and we are hosting a huge influencer athlete basketball event. This is next month back in my hometown, Indianapolis, Indiana, at Butler University's legendary hinkle field house which holds over 9100 people it's a ticketed ticketed event we're bringing out all the stars it's gonna be the first um kind of our version of an all-star weekend it's gonna be very affordable for all the inner city kids and high schoolers and family members to be able to come out meet the stars be entertained it's a three competition event we have a, a skills challenge we have a three-point shootout and the grand finale will be a huge dunk contest we have four of the top dunkers in the world participating. I'm telling y'all, if you in Indy, if you flying out there for All-Star Weekend, if you in Chicago, Ohio, any of the Midwest surrounding areas, and you want to meet the stars, come meet Big Smitty, meet T.O., meet Shaq Leonard, Kitty Moore, and so many more, come to the Players Ball Hoops and Icons event. There it is, y'all. There it is. By the way, I'm glad you brought this up. If anybody wants to donate money for tickets we're trying to get as many young people middle schoolers high schoolers there for free as possible we've been cold calling all the local high schools to get them to buy tickets in bulk for their students so we can allow them to come in for free if anyone's feeling like a friendly donation tip for the students hit me up offline y'all can hit me up on instagram darnell under me put my name in here real quick if y'all don't follow me on instagram darnell underscore smith 95 Follow your boy right now. If you have questions about it, everything's legit. I ain't out here trying to take your money. We're trying to get as many kids here for free. Hit me up. Y'all want to donate. It's going to be a big time event, man. Uh, let's make it happen. 
Yes, sir. Pound that like, man. We will be back tomorrow for the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty. Follow the link right there if you help help Big Smitty out since uh, we can't get him out the hood funds yet. Help him out here with the hood fund. Help him help the hood out. So we'll be back tomorrow for another legendary realist show on planet Earth as we have a fully loaded lineup tomorrow. Thanks for Matt dropping by today. And uh, we will see you guys on tomorrow, God willing. Pound that like on your way out the door and peace out. We switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we killed it, yeah, it's a wrap. We won the games we missed and we switched it and filled the gap. You are now tuning out to the Coach JB. Show.